2: Oh, I think
3: it's six. Enter the Hideout. Have and be heard. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is the Dubmeister. And we are here... In the his out, ready to party with you. 407-916-1041, Triple Eight Nine Seven Eight
4: 1041 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Ah, that is Shunks, executive producer of the Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger for the Hideout. The most interactive radio show in Orlando from seven to eleven on real radio. Uh, you can participate, Real Radio Hideout, AOL Instant Messenger. Tommy Bateman's our director. He manages the talk and roll controls. Responsible for the content on the uh, Hideout webpage on realradio.fm. And that is Putin, the unpaid producer. He's the one who screens your phone calls. Uh, Deuce Childerone is here. Uh, he he's the person who tries to find his stuff uh, for the television in the studio. So much to get done tonight, J-Dubs. I want to remind everybody, uh, stop and hang out with uh, Shannon Burke. And the Real Radio crew, tonight it's bike night at OShucks on iDrive, bike night from 7 to 9. Of course, you have the beautiful Jaeger girls, and you have the Real Radio gear and some prizes. So that is Oshucks on iDrive. Go hang out with our buddy, Shannon Burke. Shannon. uh, Of the Shannon Burke Show. Dubs, here's what I want to get to this evening. Um, They say there's more sex on television Mm -hmm. than there ever has been before. And I have two questions about this that I want to raise when we get to it tonight. Have you ever... Has a sexy television show, maybe like Desperate Housewives, ever led you to want to have sex? Have you been able to get sex because of Desperate Housewives? And if not, have you ever wanted to be with yourself because of a show like Desperate Housewives?
4: With a lot of sex on it?
3: Yeah, with a lot of sex on it. And in turn... The best batch TV character. Like, some people may say Mary Ann, Some people may say Ginger from Gilligan's Island. I want, mm-hmm. you, I want you to think about that, and we'll get to that. Some uh,
4: people may say Gilligan. You never possibly. know. You don't know what they're into. You if know, there's like... something very appealing about an old man with a white hat on. And, uh, you know, you may get into that. I'm not going to be here to judge you.
3: Some people like teddy bears. Mm-hmm. So they like going with the frumpy guy on the practice. Whatever you were into, that's for you and all of us later on when we talk about it. A female rapist, uh, we'll get to this after 10 dubs. There's a female rapist who was convicted for unwanted oral. <laughs> the question I have is, is there such a thing? And I've even created... As unwanted oral? No. I've even created a little chart. I don't know. I want you to... You say no now, but I'm going to have you go through my chart. Okay. And... I figure it's. Is there point,
4: anything as a female rapist? I would tend to disagree with that.
3: Well, we'll get into it. By the way, Madam Monkey from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, will talk to us. She's a sex expert. That'll happen after ten o'clock tonight, and she's going to be uh, talking about foreplay and the differences for men and women. Uh, also tonight, Dubs, uh, Gynae is on the decline, which is great news. My question. Uh, what does gonorrhea
4: do? Yeah, I, you always hear these uh, sexual uh, terms thrown around—the gonorrhea, the herpes, the uh, the clap, the drip, whatever they call syphilis, syphilis—all these different things—and they tend to scare the hell out of you just by the names. But you really never know exactly what they do until you get them.
3: I, I'm actually kind of happy because, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I'm clean.
5: You
4: no think?
3: Idea. You may have have something going on down there, and you you always thought it was normal, but, you know. Uh, No, I got to know. I'm knowing what's going on down there. Mm. I'll tell you this for a fact.
4: Also, too, Dubs, we're going to. Just because it burns doesn't mean you're on fire in the sack. That's not a a positive thing. You think you're just really good, and it's actually, you know.
3: Again, it's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I will preview the upcoming uh, winter movies. J-dubs. And also, too, I want to talk about a movie that I saw today that I thought was great. First, Alex in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Alex? All
6: right, what you need to do for your snack time problem tomorrow is, does anybody own a truck?
3: Um, this is something that actually came up last night during the ten o'clock hour of the show
7: yeah. i know but i couldn't call oh,
3: no that, no that's cool i actually want to get everybody caught back up thank you for uh... listening so hardcore well, to, to tomorrow here in the clear channel compound is snack time mm-hmm. and for some reason unbeknownst to us the hideout the poorest radio show maybe in the nation yeah. has to feed two hundred employees of clear channel and we literally had a nervous breakdown yesterday because we're all so poor and we have no clue as to what we're going to be... Chunks was still flipping out this morning about snack
4: time, which we have to do tomorrow. We have to uh, get some kind of food together to feed everybody here at Clear Channel.
3: Here's what it is. Let me give you a real-world scenario of what it is right now. Tomorrow, we have a major uh, test. We don't even have we don't even have the textbook for it, and we can't even afford the textbook. So some we get, somehow we got to come up with the money for the textbook, read the entire textbook, and then pass the test tomorrow. Uh, essentially, we're screwed, Alex. So what's your suggestion for snack time?
5: All right. Does anybody own
6: a truck?
3: Dubs has the kid-touching van, the green monster.
6: Ew. All right. What you need to do is find a vending machine, a full vending machine at one of those outdoor gas stations, back the truck up to it, and quickly just take the whole thing and drive over to Clear Channel Compound, break it open, take all the candy, and then dump it back at those gas stations.
3: All right. Here's what's funny about that, too, and thank you, Alex. Uh, We even said tomorrow if there's a big crime committed around 3.30. Yeah, you're
4: going you're gonna to hear of uh, someone holding up like a Wendy's or something for not the money, the burgers. We'll just fill up the sack with burgers, fries, everything you got.
3: Yeah, we were in serious trouble. And actually, I'd forgotten about it until now. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alex, for bringing that back up. Making me relieve those awful uh, thoughts from last night at the end of the show, where we literally lost it. At the end of the show,
4: I was just laughing because uh, I was a, so thrown off.
3: It was a nervous breakdown of insane proportions in this snack
8: time. I, I wasn't here last night, so I don't know if this is thrown out there, but the cheapest way to go ramen noodles.
4: Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking maybe top shelf ramen and some, uh, you know, macaroni and cheese with hot dogs in, it and just doing a whole trailer trash snack time.
8: And you had to bring a friend, so two people per packet of ramen.
4: Yeah.
3: Now you even had another thing too about. Was it alcohol?
4: Oh, well, there's usually alcohol at Snack Time, too. I'm thinking, you know, just get a bunch of Sam's Choice uh, sodas and, like, you know, a gallon of pop-off. And if you want a drink, you have to mix it with the Sam's Choice. Have fun. Knock yourself out. Dave in
3: Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Dave?
7: Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Nothing. I was just thinking for Snack Time, strippers and Krispy Kremes.
3: Uh You know, we could probably get the ladies from Cabaret International up here. Krispy Kreme, too good for the employees. Yeah, they can have...
4: Uh, those, uh, pre made, pre covered ones that you can buy by, like, just the box fill for, uh, $1.99. ninety-nine. The battered yeah. ones. Or, like, the the ones with, like, the half assed chocolate covering.
3: Dubs and I literally, yesterday, lost it. Mm-hmm. And then even after the show, we were like, what are we going to do? Screw it, they get bread and water. <laughs> That's literally what we decided. And you, and I, I guess you'd been thinking about it, too, a lot, because you kept calling me. And saying, hey, I got an idea. And I'm like, I don't care. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. It's all up to you, j Dobbs. In fact, you kept calling me while I was at the movies. Yeah. I went to see Jarhead today. Great movie. I had heard some mixed things about it.
4: Yeah, the reviews haven't been very stellar over Jarhead. Uh, Jarhead's the movie uh, about uh, Desert Storm, is that correct? Desert
3: Shield and Desert Storm, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Jamie Foxx and... And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal or whatever his name is. Yeah, um, but, uh, the one, how, how do you say that guy's last name? Do you know Tommy? Yeah, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal? He's uh Maggie Gyllenhaal's brother. Yeah. yeah. And she's smoking. She's not so, anymore. What? I think she, she looks had, like him. She had a kid, I think. Oh no way. Yeah. I just remember her in that movie Secretary, and then she was on the Daily Show once. Literally, I think she was ready to go over and use her hand on Jon Stewart. Nice. She was uh. Very intent on. She wanted him. Can you imagine what it's like to be John Stewart and get that much ass? Like, Do you think
4: he's getting a lot of ass, Is as John well, Stewart? Well,
3: he's married right now. But yeah, but. I'm sure he's getting it. I'm, it's getting thrown to him. The offer's there. Yeah. And a bunch of, like, hot, smart chicks, too. It's the last thing I want. Bruce, getting dumb. Bruce on Highway 520. What's up, Bruce? What do you got, bud?
9: Hey, you know, you guys are talking about bread and water for the employees. Mm hmm. Have
3: you priced any decent bread and bottled water lately? Oh, <laughs> uh, it won't be bottled. I'll tell you that much. No, I'm t- we're literally we're gonna get it out of the tap from the bathroom. It's gonna be tap and uh, Wonder Bread. Nathan in Deltona, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, actually, we're a little worried about our big test tomorrow that we're gonna fail.
9: See, I, I wouldn't stress it too much because you guys have made a lot of good friends there at the radio station. While you don't know that they're good friends yet, you'll find out very quickly who's willing to help you out. But my recommendation for you is something called Rotel Dip. Have you ever heard of it? No. All right, it's really simple to make. Basically, uh, one batch of Rotel Dip is a pound block of, uh, of Velveeta cheese mm-hmm. and one or two cans of Rotel, which is basically it's just canned um, diced chilies and tomatoes. hmm and uh, you, you cube up the Velveeta, and you put it into whatever your heating source is, whether it's a pot on, uh, like, low to medium or a crock pot, which is what I would recommend for you guys. Um, and you dice it up the cheese, you pop, you pop it into the pot, you pour in the, uh, the Rotel, and you, you stir until it's all nice and melty. And then as long as you keep it really hot, it's very, very soupy, very liquidy, and will easily feed 200 people so long as you have enough chips to go around to dip into it.
3: Oh, wow. So, all right.
9: I... Now, the way that you get all of that without having to pay for it is you talk to guys like Russ Rollins and maybe uh, SBK and see if they can help you out with some uh, some chips or maybe some rotel, and then you're good to go.
3: Oh, you know, I even thought about this, I mean, thank you, Nathan. I appreciate that. Uh, just coming in and asking uh, Russ, <laughs> uh, can I have 100 bucks for snack time, Russ? Please, Kamish. Dad, please. Dad, I really want to go on this field trip. Yeah. Just sign it. Just sign the waiver. And make sure I get enough money so that I can buy my girlfriend lunch, too, when we're at their aquarium.
4: I want to buy one of those really big pencils and maybe one of those uh, things with the with the trigger on it where the dinosaur will Don't bite Don't be people.
3: racist. I said trigger. Oh. All right. So, anyway, getting back to this movie, Jarhead. hmm I learned something from this movie because it's about Desert Shield, Desert Storm, kind of. I've learned a lot from Desert Storm Desert Shield because I have the complete card set. I forgot about that.
4: I do. Wow, I forgot about that. Was it of the actual troops? Yeah, no, it was of uh, a lot of the uh, different equipment used, a lot of the leaders from it. Uh, both sides, you know, there's a lot of stuff on there.
3: I completely forgotten about this. Right, I'd love to talk to some of our uh our service people uh the 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 people who are in the military. Because here's what I learned from Jarhead. I am not above banging a dude's wife. Okay? I don't know what it is about me. Maybe I'm a degenerate. Whatever. Okay? However, after watching this movie Jarhead, there is no way in the world that I would ever have sex with a significant other of a of a dude who is overseas in the military. Oh, you can't do that. To to me, that is like maybe...
4: That's despicable.
3: That is maybe the worst things, one of the worst things you could ever do is to have sex with a woman whose man is overseas fighting for this country. It's not only bad personally, it's unpatriotic.
4: I mean, you aren't over there serving, there's someone else over there serving, and you aren't
3: doing it, you know, yourself. And now you're banging his wife. Or, you know, or his girlfriend or whatever. Because I'm watching this movie, Jarhead, and uh, I'm not going to give away a lot of the movie. but Or actually any of the movie. This is just something that comes up in it. And one of the big themes is, I guess they call them Jodies. And I don't know why they're called Jodies. It's not explained in the movie. And so I would really love about, uh, for some of our military guys to tell us about what a Jody is. Apparently a Jody is a guy who bangs the chick... Of uh, you know, of the guys searching. who are in the military. Yeah. But I'm watching this, and that's what I get out of this movie is, there's no way I could like, again, like I said, I could bang your girlfriend, Dubs. No, you can't. Oh, well, probably not. But like, I, I physically, yeah. you know, if she would allow me to, I would. Again, and I would, I would be able to do that. But there's no way that I can have sex with them. Could you?
4: No, I've always thought that. I've seen people uh, hit on chicks that their uh, their boyfriend, boyfriends or husbands just went over uh, overseas or even just uh, went through, uh, you know, are, are going through basic training or something. And I find that despicable, you know, even if they
8: aren't shipped over yet. This is really noble of you guys. I'm glad that you have set limits and parameters of uh, girls you won't bang. No, I th- just the soldiers' wives, anyone else is fair game? I think... Basically.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing too, because I've always said, oh, you know, she wants to, she wants to." She wants to do Swanson. It. Yeah, why not? I'll do it. But after watching this movie, I've decided there's no way I could do this. All right, let's go to John on University here in the Hideout. What's up, John?
9: Hey, how are you? I have a. If you guys want, I'm a manager of a local area uh, restaurant. I won't give out the name, but uh, I'll donate 20 deep dish pizzas to your thing tomorrow.
3: Are you, alright, well, where do you, where do you, you, can give, you, out can, you can give out the name of it. You give out the name of it. Where
9: are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm, I'm the manager of Uno's Chicago Grill on university by the college.
3: Oh, nice. Dude, Uno's is epic. Alright, you know what? Hold on, and Uno's, uh, Chicago Pizza over on university by, uh, by UCF. Thank you. Hold on, Chunks, go get the info ASAP. Snack time score. You're welcome. right, let me go back to this. Let me go to Sir. You
8: should have dumped that so no one else would have known that that's how you got it. No, no, who
3: cares? I don't mind. Sir Porks a lot in East Orlando. What's up, buddy?
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Go ahead, dude. Hey, uh, I'm a UCF student now, but I spent six years, actually. I was in the Navy uh, up in Georgia on a submarine, and Mm -hmm. it's no joke. I mean, the rules, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, guys go out to sea on the sub, and they're just dudes just waiting to, like, snatch up your girl (laughs) or your wife. I mean, they just don't even care. Just
4: predators.
3: Just people ready to pounce. Now, I, what um, that seems to me, at least what I got from the movie, that seems to be one of the biggest morale things—not politics and about fighting a justified, unjustified war—but it's the fact that you're away from your chick, and a lot of times they'll send you the love letters of, "Hey, I can't handle this anymore. I found someone. He's a good listener. Blah blah blah."
0: Have you want to hear a quick story about that? Sure. Alright, we, uh, we used to go on patrol for 70 days, and, uh, one time one of our guys got this letter, uh, I call it a Dear John letter, but that's not even close to harsh enough, from his girlfriend that said, I met somebody else, I'm leaving you, when you come back, I'm not gonna be here, et cetera, et cetera. So the guys on the, on the sub, we kinda took the letter, and we scrawled some nasty, kinda name-calling stuff on it, and we mailed it back to this girl. So then two weeks later on our next mail drop, well, we got a, she, he got a package from this girl, and it included some photographs of her, pleasing the new man and so we took that picture and this is this is where everything kind of you know karma works out in we took that picture and we mailed that picture to the girl's parents hey dad look how i'm spending my time and money in college
3: dude that's great sir porks a lot thank you that is awesome appreciate that thank you for your service too my friend screw that bitch Alright, destro says banging a soldier's wife is cool but a marine's wife is dead wrong any kind
4: of, I mean, you have to have kind of uh, a brotherhood with all your all your servicemen about that issue. It, you know, you can have pride over Marines and Army, whatever. But when it's a chick uh, cheating on a serviceman or something like that, you have to you have to stand together on that one.
3: And you know what? Maybe I'm not seeing it from the from the other from the woman's point of view of. Hey, I'm lonely. I need someone to help pay the bills, take care of the kid, kind of thing. But even, th- I mean, that's th- you know, I'm trying to play devil, devil's advocate on this one.
4: You know, it, it would be a different story if she said, you know what, uh, I can't promise anything when he leaves and everything. That's, but a lot of times they promise, oh, I'll stay faithful, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then they can't do it anymore. And how horrible is it to uh send a guy that letter while he's overdoing, you know, you know. He has enough on his mind, oh. as it is, and then you get that letter on top of it.
3: Uh, Reggie and Lakeland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What up, dude? Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got, buddy?
10: Hey, look, man, I'm an the Marine, and I serve with 8th Marines over in Desert Storm. Uh, the Dear John letters are just a small piece of the pie. Some of the girls, they would actually send Dear John tapes over to their husbands oh. or fiancés or whatever Uh, This one guy, he got one with his old lady banging two guys, and you know we're sitting there looking at it. We're like, man, you know she can give some good oil, and she turns her face to camera, flips in the bird, and said, "F you, honey, I want a divorce."
4: How Uh, terrible! Like, what the hell is going through a woman's mind when she sends that over? uh,
3: You know what? And here's what—have you seen Jarhead yet, Reggie? Well, uh, being in Desert Storm, I I
10: have first-hand experience. Uh, I actually live up in Jacksonville, North Carolina now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I try to stay away from movies like that because a lot of guys sit around and talk about, you know, they've seen combat, this and that. But when you've actually seen it, the last thing you want to do
4: is is
10: to watch a movie that that deals with it because it, it, like, opens that door inside your head that you've been trying to keep closed for so many years. Yeah. And it, and it brings out all these demons, man, and, and, it, and it's hard to, like, get a good night's sleep and stuff like that.
3: I hate. Uh, thank you again, Reggie, for your service. And um, that everything that we've heard from the soldiers so far is laid out pretty much in this movie. I mean, even that scenario. I don't wow. want to give away the situation around it, but that actual specific thing is in the movie. I think you really dig this movie. Maybe if you're a serviceman, like you said, you don't want to go see it and relive it. But otherwise, like for someone like me who's never been in, who unless there's a draft won't ever be in, it would, this movie is way more about like the psychological things that go with war as opposed to the Just actual the killing the, and the, the physical fighting. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um, again, this is more, this is a, Jarhead was the movie I went to go see today. And the, the thing that I learned, I learned a lesson today. I will not be banging any of the chicks of any of the servicemen. Before I didn't realize, now I know there's a special place in hell for these guys who do it. It's the hideout real radio one oh four point one
2: J Dub
11: on real
3: radio one oh four point one. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son I, I got, got 99, 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one I got the rap Patrol on the c Patrol Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Don't forget to go see our buddy uh, Shannon Burke and the Real Radio crew Bike Night tonight at Oh Shucks on I Drive till 9 o'clock with the beautiful Yeager girls and also, of course, uh, the one and only Shannon Burke. He's got some Real Radio gear and some prize. Oh Shucks on I Drive tonight. Bike Night. Get your bike out there. Um, alright I went to go see Jarhead today Great movie, I thought. Uh, it wasn't necessarily violent. Um, it's about uh, more it, of the the psyche, the psychological aspects of going to war. It was about Desert Storm, Desert Shield, and also too uh, a, a lot of it seemed to revolve around the the biggest thing, at least in the movie, was for guys and, and their chicks and their chicks that they leave at home and like dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, and what they kept calling the the, the people who would be back at home and having sex with servicemen's, you know, girlfriends and wives, Jodys. And I don't know what a Jody is, and so I'm looking for some help. Russell in Altamont, you're in the hideout in Rural Radio. What do you got, Russell?
12: What's up, folks? How y'all doing tonight, man? All
3: right, buddy, go ahead.
12: Hey, I'm a Marine, man. And Jody, Jody is just like some, just like a regular guy. You know what I mean? Some, some regular Joe, and they just call him Jody. That's how. Um, they say Jody a lot because we sing it in our in our cadence and military cadence, like when we're running or marching or something. And he's just like a regular guy, and they just tell a story about him taking your girl or something like that. So it's like it's nothing nothing really to look into. It's just like instead of saying Joe or Jim or Bob, they just say Jody. All
3: right, all right. thank you, Russell. Appreciate the info, man. So like it's a regular average regular Joe, Joe, yeah. And then Jody's kind of a chick's name too. Yeah, see, he's kind of a bitch. Yeah. All right, I can dig that. Um let's go to Mark in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, Mark?
12: Yeah, what's up man? I'm just gonna let y'all know also, yeah, on, on what um, your last caller just said was absolutely correct. But a lot of times they did it as more as in to make you soft to if you actually came home and to your ladies I and mean, messing around with somebody else. If you just don't flip out. Because 'cause you've been over in war and that's a real stressful situation and you get back and you don't if you're not thinking about it you think she's safe for the whole time. You get back and you
3: just have a nervous breakdown, flip out, probably kill a couple people. All right, hey, hey. all right. Thank you for the info, buddy. And Appreciate that's an, that's that. another thing,
4: you know, you have to have balls and uh, you know if you're going to be che- like if you're going to be the guy uh, with the girl with the guy over in wherever fighting, when that guy comes back, he's not the same guy as he when he left.
3: And if he had some major stuff happen to him, he could flip out on you. You never know. Here's the interesting thing about this too. I'm watching this movie, and I know we have a lot of heretics of the show who are Marines or former Marines, mm-hmm. and it's odd. I felt oddly closer, like just like a little mini understanding, because they served uh, either in that war or uh, another, you know this war, like a Zeppelin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we, we wonder a little bit about Zeppelin and how he is, and then the story that he revealed for us, to us uh Monday night at the live broadcast and I'm thinking Okay, that makes a that makes a little sense. I can see that, you know? And um it's it's really it's an intense thing, man. Let's go to uh here we go, Lady Spurs in the hideout. Uh Katie in Winter Springs. What's going on, Katie?
6: Hey. Um I was actually married to a military man and um he's my ex husband, but I just spoke with him and he said that and I know in the Navy they never use that term uh Jody. But we did have a lot of women that while their husbands were on deployment or their boyfriends they would end up getting pregnant by somebody else while they were over there and that's the letter the guys would get and i'm sure that was completely disheartening so we got a lot of backstabbing like that when when we were in the military so now,
3: um uh, you did did you do it as a military wife
6: no, I was very faithful, and my ex-husband was very faithful. We were each other's first, and everything else. So right. uh, it was very difficult to hear that. That I mean, it's it's not just the guy that's left at home and and is you know screwing screwing around on them. You know, it's the woman that has to take responsibility too. Yeah, and it's and it's really it's really sad to think that they're very disrespectful. I mean, this is my ex-husband, and I still respect the the time that he served over there. Right. And um, I think that it's very disrespectful to do that to somebody, you know, because they're out there fighting for you to be at home and to take care of your kids and to, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous for the women to, you I, know.
3: Gotcha, Katie. Thank you. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Yeah. It, just,
4: it just seems so uh wrong, so despicable, and almost unpatriotic to be going around sleeping with uh, some guy's wife who's over serving
3: overseas i don't know how you would live with yourself doing something like 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 what kind of person are you to do something like? again regular cheating i understand but to be doing that to a serviceman is, is i don't get that i don't think you understand completely that there's people out there that aim for these people They aim for these
4: women i, because I don't they, believe that oh I, I know for a fact I've had friends saying, hey, this uh this dude's chick just, uh, you know... He-
3: you know, it's one of those things where you know you make the joke about the easiest place to find a chick is at the abortion clinic because yeah. she, she's easy. Yeah. You just figure that's a joke, so... Are you saying there are people who really go to the? That's what I'm thinking. It'd have to be like the not, kind of person who would
4: actually go to
3: the abortion clinic.
4: There's not uh, really people who go to the abortion clinic, but there's people who uh, know if a girl just got an abortion, know how to kind of console them and work them, and then they they're able to uh, get in there.
3: Johnny, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Johnny?
7: Hey, hey guys, great yeah, bu- first year. Thank you, buddy. Hey, um, the guy before the commercial kind of stole my thunder a little bit about the video, but um, I don't know, you know, how she sent the video. But the one that I was told was, um, she sent a, a video of Rambo in the actual case and the movie, everything. So all of his buddies are sitting around watching Rambo, and halfway through it, man, there she is on the video with some other dude.
3: Yeah, you. And that 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 scenario comes up in the movie, and I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. That was probably the most, that was the most intense part of the movie for me. Yeah, I well, mean. He-
7: the thing is, he's got all of his buddies there. They're all hyped up, man. If, oh yeah. If we're gonna go kill people, and, and then there she is, man. He must have just totally lost.
3: Yeah, me. I'm telling you, I don't know if I, if you served in the war, and I don't know if you'd be interested in going like the other guy about reliving that, you know, reliving it in the movie. But uh, it's yeah. it's it's definitely a very interesting movie, and it opens your eye up to things, especially yeah. from my perspective, who's never served. You just you feel like you learn just a little bit more about it, you know. Yeah,
7: yeah. I was over in the first Gulf War. I was about one of the first fifty thousand on the ground. Um, and um, also, I heard, you know, this was when I got back that the rates went up because um, everybody was encouraged if they had family members over there to to put yellow ribbons on their doors and around trees and stuff. And so that kind of let people know that hey, there's some, there's a man not in that house. Wow,
4: oh, you know? I didn't even know about that.
7: Yeah, that's that's what I heard when I got back. You know, I was I was over there for seven months, so I don't know about that. But and the word Jody, I was in the Air Force and. You know how we have our, when we're running and we have our... Um, the
3: cadence thing, the like cadence the song. Thing? Right.
7: One of ours, I can't remember, I've been out for a while, but one of them actually went, Jody's got my girl and gone, so Jody's used in the Air Force, and I think the lady said that the Navy didn't use it.
3: Uh, you know what, Destro, who's uh, in the Marines, says, that's he actually gave me the lyric, and that hits exactly what you just said. Hey, thank you, Johnny. So
4: uh, it's uh, kind of already in a cadence and everything, so they're used to it, so that's what they use for the name
3: of the guy who uh, bangs the chick. All right, check this out. We have a chick on the phone who says she dated a guy in the military and gave him a Dear John letter. Oh. All right, got to take a break, though. We're running late. Talk. Make to sure she holds on. Tech to her and make sure she holds on for that. Also, Lester, you tell you what, get Lester Big Hand's phone number, and we'll call him back. I don't want to leave him on hold, but I know that he knows a lot about this stuff, too. We're going to take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, 888 978 It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, real radio, 104.1. Oh, Hefe and J-Dubs, remember that.
4: That's very important. 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Give a call into the hideout. Right now we're talking about the movie
3: Jarhead. Hefe went and saw it today. Saw it today. I recommend people going to see it because it opened my eyes a couple things about our servicemen and women overseas. It was mainly about the dudes. Actually, there weren't any chicks in it, now that I think about it. The only chicks that were in it were the ones who were... Uh, At home. Cheating. Huh. Cheating. Huh. And that's what we're actually talking about right now. All right, let's talk to uh, Tina in Orlando. Then we'll get to uh, the other girl who says she actually had a friend who dated a guy in the military. Okay, a friend. That gave the dear John. But first, Tina, uh, thank you for holding patiently, Tina. What's going on?
13: Oh, hi, how are you? All right. I'm calling because I, I'm just fuming. I, I, I saw the movie Jarhead this weekend, and what's really strange is it depicted almost exactly we, what my husband's letters, tapes, um, through Desert Storm were. It, it, it's so odd because I've been through four wars with him through Desert Storm when my son was a month old, he left, and we were up in North Carolina, he was in the 82nd Airborne, and he left in August and came back April the following year, um, I never once would even think of cheating at that time. And let me tell you, the opportunities were there. Everything, almost all the callers said were true in some aspects. The tapes, the yellow ribbons. We, we had family support meetings about um, not putting them, about the morale of the husbands um we were actually told that if you were cheating if you were thinking of that time to tell your husband that you're breaking up or want a divorce or not to do it i mean we were we were pleaded upon to not only for their well-being but for the well-being of the man would you want to be fighting with somebody trying to have your back who mm-hmm. just got a letter from his oh yeah, wife? yeah people are
4: counting I mean, on that guy and if he's not if he doesn't have his exactly, eye on uh, on the prize it,
13: there Right, and it, it, it's it's so unpatriotic. It's so, I mean, Chi in general to me is wrong. But mm. there are circumstances here and there that I could see. But in a war, in a wartime yeah. situation, when you're, and these wives are home, you would not even believe the stories. I was, you know, I, you'd be at the grocery store and see and just hear people giggling. Oh, I'm four months pregnant with Bobby's child and my husband's been gone six months oh I my God. And
14: God, there's, been, there's
13: been wives that have moved out of their home with the children used their power of attorney because when husbands go to war they have to give power of attorney to uh, either their parents or right. spouse and it's usually for three years generally because they never know how long they're going to be there uh, my husband is still over right now he came back for six months yeah. and went again for another year tour yeah, and that- he, he was in the noriega and the bosnia T- the- uh,
3: Tina, we got to move on. Thank you for the phone call. Thank no you for the problem. info. Thank you very much, sweetie. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like something you could talk about for a very long time. Yeah,
4: like- it seems like everybody who's been over and done any of these things has a story about this.
3: And what's a lot is this is something that never even was in my frame of consciousness until I saw this movie this afternoon. It has never even crossed my mind. Uh, Jody, uh, Jilly in... Uh, Winter Springs, you're in the hideout. All right, so you're the one who had the friend who dated the guy in the military, right? The yeah. friend.
2: I, I thought, well, it's my friend, Mary. Yeah, your friend. She, yeah, she was mm-hmm. dating this guy, Joe, who was in Kings Bay, and he was stationed there. So we would go up, you know, every couple weeks, hang out with the guys in King ba- at Kings Bay. They would get us, you know, on the base and stuff like that. And that's actually how I met the guy that I kind of dated, but we kind of broke it off while he was away. And it was a mutual thing. It wasn't a Dear John letter or anything.
3: All right, tell us about the story, though. What happened with your friend?
2: Well, with my friend, she had been seeing this guy. She actually lived in uh, Virginia with him for a while. And when he went to King's Bay, we moved over here. And while he was away, he was on a sub for three months. And you get maybe one or two letters from these guys the entire time. And so she finally got a letter from him, and that day... We went downtown, she met a guy, and left him the very next day. Sent him a Dear John letter via email, and he didn't get it until they went to an information port, and I guess by the time he got back, she was already shacked up with this guy.
3: Now, what did you think of your friend?
2: I honestly, I can understand, because it is very hard to be away from someone for that long, but at the same point, I thought... Three months? Well, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not that's a long time when you're young. Oh, no, it's, 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 it's ninety days. Yeah, how
8: long were they dating for?
2: Uh, I think it was just over two years. <laughs>
8: wow. All right.
3: But so, see,
2: I'm a Navy brat. My dad was in the Navy. I mean, I know what it's like to have someone that you love go away for that long. And she was not ready for that. Huh. And
3: it took its toll on her. All right. Hey, thank you for the in- uh, thank you for the story, Julie. Appreciate 90 it. Ninety days. That's all. That's all it took for that slut. What a whore bag. <laughs> Not Jilly, but her friend. No, yeah. her. Wow. Brad in Lake County, you're in the hideout. What up, buddy? What up? What you got, dude?
0: Well, I just want to let you all know I've worked with a lot of older veterans over the years, and uh, they always told me that story about Jody.
3: All right, so this Jody thing, again, this is another thing that I never had any idea that it's been around... Like, it was... Because even in the other movies, like any of the other war movies, you never really... Yeah, you really...
4: never saw it in platoon or anything.
3: Yeah. That's why I think this movie was so good, because it, it was a war movie from a different, like... A, a...
4: Different perspective, yeah, or a different angle.
3: Yeah, it wasn't so much about the violence uh, surrounding the war, but mainly, like, the soldiers kind of, like, what they go through and the mentality.
4: Well, you know, when a, when a guy leaves for three months to serve his country, what do you expect a woman to do? You expect her to wait around for 90 days? That's three
3: cycles, my friend. <laughs> That's three times she's got to uh... ovulate. Yeah. All right, tell you what, we're take a break and come back. I want to come back with our boy, Lester Big Hands, hideout heretic, because I know that he's got some stories. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Because he was in the Army and the Marines. And I want to know if it was any different. It sounds to me like it's the same. It doesn't matter if it's Navy, Air Force, Marines. The girls are all the same. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. I really appreciate everybody. Again, this is this movie was one of those. was an eye opening thing. And I now know never bang the wife or girlfriend of a serviceman.
4: You now it's other openings for the uh, women when the guys are away. It's not
3: eye opening. Yeah. Eye opening. I also wonder, too what it's like for the like the female like the the chicks who go overseas like if they even bother leaving a boyfriend behind. <laughs> yeah, cuz you know the guy. Well, you know you know the guy's going to do it and then you would think that maybe too but she's
4: the guy's not selfish enough, I don't think, to send that letter over. He's just going to keep it on the
3: DL. He tell her when she gets back. Eh. Dominican Tony in his hot box car. What up, dude?
9: Chillin', man. How you guys doing? What you got? This is pathetic, man. Three months, three months is nothing. have thing's in my refrigerator older than that.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and chunks will then drink it, too, if it's like milk yeah, or women something. Women have no respect no more today. Well, I'm not going to about- label all women that there, have
9: But there a, are well, some. Majority, yes. majority of them, they've uh, just... They don't, they don't stand by their man anymore. They just want to do their own thing nowadays. They want to be independent. All right, thank uh,
4: you, Dominican. They're home. in love with a D, and you can't really I'm not going to
3: sit here and say that it's all women. As a feminist, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Can Is I say that... a big
4: chunk of them no, from what, what I hear with this, all this stuff going on? with. No, uh...
3: no, because we also talked to like three or four wives tonight who were uh, completely faithful.
4: <laughs> we're not, counting...
3: I didn't say all. I said a big chunk. I only counted one. There's like two or three at least that we talked to who remained faithful. All right, let's take a break and come back to Lester Big Hands about this. And then there's a lot more to get to in the hideout tonight. But I just had to share this with you. I'm telling you, go see the movie. I you're gonna, I think you'll dig yeah. a lot, Dubs. And plus, they do. That's the other thing too, is just about like the service guys. And now I know why the heretics love this show and why a lot of them are like ex-military. Um, a lot of the stuff we do to chunks. <laughs> Is uh is in this a lot of the hazing type things uh also going on I got a few ideas for him
4: you got to keep yourself uh, occupied you yeah.
15: know I was talking to uh I think it was uh, Zeppelin downstairs and i would basically gone through basic training without the running <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: all right we're actually moving on to that next because we got Brian from Spectrum Fitness to uh, help try to put you uh put you get you in shape all Right, quick break come back let's chat with the with the big hands out hair take about this. From a heretic point of view It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 I am El Jefe That is Jay Dubs And we are your hosts We're the people who take your phone calls 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 407 916
4: 1041 888 1041 and star one zero four one. if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Start to hide out hair, take less to big hands. I've been talking about uh, just the movie Jarhead. I went to go see it this afternoon.
4: Yeah, no. one of the big points of the movie were the, uh, the guys uh, with their chicks back home, the chicks would uh, sometimes cheat on them and send them either videos or Dear John letters saying, Hey, uh, we're done.
3: And again, it's not everyone. It's baby. not every woman. It's not every t- military wife, every military girlfriend. But there are some out there. And you just and gotta- why I want
4: to use them as my ashtray.
3: <laughs> Ass? Ash. Oh. And just burn them. All right. Hideout, Heretic Lester Big Hands. What's up, baby?
16: Hey, what's up, baby? How y'all doing? All right. I got I got three quick things I'm going to say. Uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, I was mm-hmm. stationed on a Navy housing base, and the... Um, and the ships would go out for six months at a time. And when the ships would come back, you, uh, you would see all these men jumping out of windows, uh, cars being wrecked. Man, these wives went crazy when these guys left, uh, coming back pregnant and uh, and all that other stuff, man. So it was pretty sad. Right. Now, when I was in the Army, I was stationed up at Fort Campbell, and uh, when um, Somalia had jumped off, a chunk of our base had went, and you should have seen all these new guys coming on post living in um in these guys' houses while they was gone man I mean that stuff really really touched me and um and my last two things I want to say real quick because I know you gotta go but um and my best friend, I met him when I was in um in my school uh, in my training school when I was in the marine Corps mm-hmm. and, um, he was sitting on his bed plotting. To kill his wife. I mean, he had planned out everything. And
4: that's the thing; these guys are under a lot of pressure and everything. Oh and just god. to add that on top of it can yes. put a
3: guy over the edge.
16: Oh my god! And um, and um, when I was in boot camp, my girlfriend got pregnant. So.
3: Oh, so it happened I mean, to you?
16: Yeah, I mean, it happened to me. I mean I Now, mean,
3: how did you handle
16: you know, it? Um when I uh, it was during the Saudi, it, um, it was during the uh, first Saudi war, and um, they were training us to kill, training us to kill, and um, I had needed that a support a from home. I needed that sunshine and man. And
14: mm-hmm. I got
16: home on leave and I had found out all, all, all the stuff that um she was doing Dog, I mean I was a Marine but uh I drove over to Lake Michigan. I I, I sat in the water and cried like a, a two dollar hoe man.
3: Alright, wow. well hey well I understand. Yeah. Thank you Lester Big Hands. We'll see you see you right a good topic tonight too. Thank you buddy. Good movie. I say you go see Jarhead. That's me though. It sounds like it's ringing pretty true. Yeah,
4: it's hitting close to home with a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. If it didn't happen to them, they know someone over there that happened to.
8: Do you think they need to add a new position in the military? When maybe instead of just having like MPs, where they actually have people that monitor the wives. No, I mean you can't monitor the wives. I mean they're 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 free people. You can monitor the men coming on base though. That's government property, isn't it?
4: I mean, I'm I'm sure, but they can say
3: they're doing anything. They're mowing lawns, whatever.
4: And, uh, you know, also a lot of these people aren't living on base. You know, they're living at homes uh, off base.
3: Uh, Jose in the hideout. What's going on, Jose?
5: Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, um, I've got a crazy story about this stuff. Uh, I'm 50 years old, and back in 1973, I was stationed at a base in California. I was in the Air Force. Mm -hmm. I was with a B-52 squadron. Uh, uh, we, we call them bots, you know, big ugly fat fellas. Anyway, this young man was about 25 years old. He was a B-52 pilot. Well, every time, you know, we had alerts. We always have alerts, you know, it's, it's like, like a drill. And sometimes they were good, and sometimes they were, they were, uh, just, a, uh, just a drill. And every time he went off on a flight, the, <laughs> the crew chief of the airplane, move into, into the room with the wife. <laughs> you know, so, so if, if 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 he was away, for a, he, he would tell her, I'm going for three days. And he was there for two and a half days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so this one particular day, and I was the guy, I, I drove uh, uh, jet fuel trucks, and I did this airplane. And uh, that particular day we had an alert, and sure enough, if I got deployed, everybody takes off. Okay, fine. Well, about four hours into, the, actually, about two hours into the uh, mission, it's scrubbed because it was a false alarm. So
3: they anyway, come back early.
5: It comes back early. Now, in those days, when I became a flight crew member, uh, we had to uh, have you carry a, a handgun with you all the time in, in, inside your flight suit. Uh, now you have to check it in, and check it out, in base operations. You know,
3: right? Uh, but it, so what? What ended up happening?
5: Well, he came back early. And he pulls in, you know, to, to surprise his wife, and he got a surprise. You know, they were in the middle of doing the do. Oh,
14: you know? damn! So
5: he reaches inside his fly suit, pulls out the 45, and shot him in the back as he was, you know, doing her.
14: Right.
5: Kill him. Kill her. You know, and then what he does, he goes, uh I knew this man personally, and this is not a bull crap story. Right. Uh, and he goes into the refrigerator, pulls out a uh, can of Bud, and he took a swig. he calls the uh, MPs, the SPs in the Air Force, and he says, I just, uh, come get me, I just killed somebody. And sure enough, you know, they came there, he was sitting there with his gun, you know. How, uh,
3: how long was he, uh, how long was he there in the, uh, did he go away for a long time? He go away oh, for yeah. life?
5: Oh, yeah. He, uh, he, well, not for life because it was, you know, a crime of passion. Right. You know, uh, but he was 25 years old. He went to Fort, uh, uh, to Leavenworth in Kansas. And he's probably, I, I think he got a 25-year sentence, 25 to life. But, uh, you know, this is in 73, 74. So
3: he could just not be getting out of
5: something. I, I I imagine. I uh, we, it, it was the talk of the base, you know. It, I'm sure. He was the, the old American boy, man. Nice guy blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, Jim going kind of guy, cool guy, you know,
3: right, no.
14: and
5: and a pilot at that, and he had a he had a he had a he had a, he had a knockout for a wife, oh, and, dude. you know,
3: and, That's and hey Jose, we got we're up on a break, but I appreciate the story, man. Thank I you. Do, man. That's rough. <sighs> That's rough, you know. You
4: come back and you have a gun on you, and that can only uh, spell trouble right there. Nothing good can happen there.
15: Would you, uh, would you shoot uh, somebody if you saw that same situation? Here's the you thing:
4: know. it's
3: we can't even. You can't put yourself in that situation. You don't know until you're in that situation. First, you, of you don't know exactly, like Dub said. You don't know if you're in the situation. Secondly, I, I, I after watching the movie and they make a big deal about it, I mean, guns are a big part of your life when you're doing that. Dubs and I are radio talk show hosts. You know, we, are, we or maybe we beat them with a microphone. <laughs> you know, talk or yell at them. You know, that's what we do. Degrade them. Run we kill them up. with our words. Because yeah, run we, we, we run a bit on them. Yeah. Start skitting. <laughs> but that would probably be your natural defense of, like, joking, you know? Yeah. And yelling. Yeah,
4: yelling and just trying to demoralize. Would you shoot him in the back, though, or would you want him to see you that you were about to shoot him? I don't know. You know, it's something that you have to... and. I, I guess it probably ran right through his head. I
3: need to kill him. And
4: that's what he did.
3: Alright, let's take a break and come back. Alright, we got a, uh, all right, we got an MP. Alright, we got, yeah, we got an MP who wants to tell a story. And then Russell wants to stick up, I think, for the guys. The guys who? Bang. Either wants to stick up for him or just kind of give another point of view. So we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll talk about this for one more segment. Uh, I say go see the movie. And you'll get a lot better, especially if you if you haven't really, haven't, like chunks, you're not gonna ever get an idea of what it's like to be in war, like I don't. You know, I don't know. But you learn a little bit, I think. And from everything that I've heard from everyone who's calling in, it seems pretty true to life. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. All uh, right, Russell and Altamont's been holding patiently. What's going on, Russell?
12: Chilling, man. Hey, I just gave you a call, you guys a call about uh, Jody mm-hmm. or whatever earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say, man, uh, that what, what everybody's saying is hap- happens a lot. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm a Marine, and I did Operation Enduring Freedom and Iraqi Freedom back to back—one six months, one eight months—and the guys do the same thing when we get overseas or whatever. Right. They go. We get into li- different ports. The guys, some of the guys are married and they go do the same thing, boom, banging all different kinds of girls all the time.
3: You know, and you know what, that's a very good point, and I understand that, and I almost expected that, and that's why, uh, like, cause that's what you see in, like, the previous movies before mm-hmm. this one. This one opened my eyes to a whole other thing I had really thought of, and that's why it was so my biggest shocking issue, to me.
4: My biggest issue, not even just the, uh, the cheating of the girls at home and everything, the... The the sending the tapes and everything just totally boggles my mind because that was someone you supposedly loved at one time and you are messing with
3: them like that yeah, that's in that like, situation. That's, I, that, I think that's worse than the cheating. That's like the dudes in the ports taking pictures with the prostitutes or the uh, the other honeys and sending it back home and saying, hey, I'm having a blast. Okay, absolutely, that, that's, that has that's like that's vicious intent with it. Alexander. All right, hey, thank you, Russell. Appreciate no it, buddy. All right, I'll tell you what we'll do, Dubs. This is a good conversation. Yeah. Good job, everybody. We're going to keep it rolling because I saw some awful previews. Yeah,
4: I've got a, a list of the movies coming out this winter, and it it doesn't look that good. Most of them are the ones coming up through the next month. And, uh, yeah, we,
3: we're looking like we're in a uh, a drought for good movies. First, though, let's go to uh, Hideout News Director Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary!
5: Good How are you, gentlemen, tonight? How are you, my friend? i am doing pretty good, thank you.
3: Uh, what's in the news headlines?
5: Well, um, everybody got out and voted today. I mean, yesterday, excuse
3: me. Yeah, that's right. Everybody got out and voted. Were there any winners?
5: Uh, I don't really know who the winners was.
3: But the big news is that people are voting. Yes, sir. The big news is people voted. That's good news, if people are voting. Yes, sir. Um, what else is going on in the news, sir, Gary? Uh, well, um...
5: Uh, a black guy, oh, uh, no, black guy
3: uh, Not a black guy, wow He's got
5: his girlfriend and he's, he's in prison now
3: Any truth to the rumor that uh, it was a military Jody kind of thing? It might have been, I don't hmm. know Alright, so Gary, we're going to be appearing on
5: Sunday <laughs> I'll be at New Hope Public Baptist Church right here in Winter Garden on Miller Dillard Street Where Elder Gunn Blanchard pastor at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday morning And General Ground 12-1, the public's invited
3: So Gary, I want you to have a wonderful Wednesday night
5: So you do the same and enjoy your program and keep a good workout, doing God bless you.
3: Thank you, my friend. Uh I don't I think I cut him off in the middle of it. God bless you. (laughs) Let's take a break and come back. Let's do the movie thing next, Doug. All right, we'll
4: talk about some of the movies coming up this winter.
3: It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in The Hideout, El Jefe and J-Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. Um, it's your chance to hop in. I just saw Jawhead. Very excited about it, Dubs. We're going to go over some of the stuff yeah. coming out this winter, movie-wise. The winter
4: attractions.
3: I saw a lot of previews. I wonder if you are going to have the same ones in on your list, because I wasn't overly impressed. Mm-mm. They're looking, uh... It, it looks a
4: lot like uh, a lot of them, they're relying more on the CGI. Than the actual storylines, and that's starting to bother me.
3: All right, how many uh, how many movies do you have there in front of you? I
4: have uh, this is all for uh, basically December. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten.
3: All right, how many of those do you think I'd want to go see? I'll guess two out of them. Two out of all uh, of the ten. Two out of the ten
4: that you would consider seeing. I don't even know if you'd be excited about seeing them.
3: All right, what do you got? Give me uh, give me the all rundown. Right, the, the, fir-
4: the first one is the big one,
3: uh, King Kong. I saw the preview for this today mm-hmm. when I went to go see Jarhead. And this
4: is one of them that I'm saying maybe CGI is taking uh, more of a uh, role in it than storyline. It just looked... I don't know. It looked like it was too much. It's almost the Incredible Hulk type, you know, where it's just too...
3: Well, no, the, the 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 graphics are definitely better. Yeah. But you got the ape fighting a T-Rex. And it's, nice. Yeah, I mean, now I'm into it. I don't know. Naomi Watts is kind of hot, so maybe I'd see it for that cuz she plays the blonde chick. But then you see the King Kong and the top of the Empire State Building and it just looks stupid. I don't know if I'm I'm it's the same guy that did Lord of the Rings, right? Um I believe so yeah. Yeah, I think it's Peter Jackson. Yeah. All right, so, maybe I'll go see that one. That, that's one, though, if you're going to watch, you watch it in the movie yeah, theater.
4: Yeah, you, you go to the movie theater to watch it because that's where you'll get the actual experience of everything visually.
3: All right, maybe I will go see it then. What else am I going to do? And, uh, I don't have anything else to do during the day. All right, I, I'm going to go see it.
4: Another one uh, coming out this winter, um, December, The Producers. No.
3: No? No. I was, a one... big,
4: I was a big fan of the original one.
3: Is that the one with Matthew Broderick and um Lane?
4: Yeah, that's Nathan what, that's what uh, this uh, version
3: is going to be. But the original one was hilarious. I'm not going to see that. And you know why? I just hate those two. Yeah, I'm they're they're the new darlings of Broadway or the new odd couple, power know? couple. Are they banging couple? I always
4: get bothered with the whole Broadway thing, but uh, I really did enjoy the first uh, the motion picture version of uh, I'll watch the producers. It. I'll
3: watch it when it's on TBS 17 times in about two years. Uh,
4: the Family Stones, another one that's coming out. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. No. Yeah, it's uh, a family coping with uh, Christmas. At
3: and night, that. I fall asleep to Sex in the City. And the reason I fall asleep, because I like to fall asleep with the TV... I'm looking at the TV, and I, I see Sarah Jessica Parker, and I close my eyes because I want to vomit. And so then eventually, between fighting back the vomit and my eyes close, I doze off.
4: Yeah, that doesn't look that good. Now, here's what I think
3: you're going to want to watch. Okay.
4: The Ringer with Giant Knoxville. What is that one? That's the one where uh, Giant Knoxville uh, fakes being retarded to get into the Special <laughs> Olympics.
3: Yes! Finally, a movie worth watching. In fact, I say we have a hideout heretic showing of... It, the ringer.
4: It's going to be coming out December 23rd, so it'll be right before Christmas. Maybe, uh, maybe we can do that right before we go
3: on Christmas break. A perfect way to uh, celebrate Jesus' birthday. With a retard, yes. I, I'm serious about this. Maybe we get all the heretics together and do a movie night. That'd be kind of fun. Maybe on a Saturday night or something. Or maybe, yeah, something like that could be kind of fun. Yeah, the, definitely. All right, let's uh, I'm down with that. Chunks, mark that down. See if we can do something with the ringer. Um,
4: rumor has it with Jennifer Aniston's coming out December twenty uh, fifth. Who? Jennifer Aniston. And Was uh, she in Seinfeld? No, she's close enough. The white version of Seinfeld. Uh, Kevin Costner's in that as well. What's that one about? Uh, she's uh it reluctantly does. engaged, in, it, it it really seems like another one of these uh, romantic comedies that it just isn't gonna work. Hmm.
3: Dave and Sandra. The, you're the in women the will love it. I guarantee it.
7: What you got, Dave? Hey, gentlemen, what's going on with this whole discussing the producers thing?
3: It's a movie that's coming out. I already said I'm not going to go see it. The no m- original should. is great. I hope
7: nobody there does, otherwise the Mo alarm is going
3: to go nuts. Yeah, that's true. Mo, mo, Are you mo, going mo, to see mo, it, Putin? Mo, mo, you mo, see yeah. It. You like the producers? Love the original. You have to see the original movie. Is it in black and white? No. All right, then maybe I'll see
4: it. Full color. What it's about is uh, these uh, guys try to make the most offensive play possible. And it's uh so they do one
17: about Nazis and stuff. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Springtime for Hitler. Springtime for Hitler. You want me to sing the song?
3: Yes. Spring no. Yes. No, don't sing it. I, mainly because you're an awful uh rapper. And who knows how you Now what about the Aristocrats? Does that already come out? The Aristocrats has already been out, yes. It's Did a, it ever it, come to Orlando?
4: I don't think so. I never saw it in Orlando. It might it might have uh not made it to any of the, like, internet sites to uh, tell me that it was out anywhere.
3: Hey, we're going to New York this weekend. Maybe we see it up there. I, I hope it's still in the theaters. It'll probably be showing up in NYC. I would think so. All right, what movie are we on now? Uh, Casanova. No. With Heath Ledger? You don't want to see the new Heath Ledger of him being, uh...
8: Who's Heath Ledger? You know who Heath Ledger is? No. Yeah. Uh, get on the IMDb. You'll know him right when you see He's him. He's uh, the main guy from A Knight's Tale. Yeah. The what? A night's Tale.
3: What is that? Good eye, IMDb. All right, somebody send that to me. I'm busy. No, you aren't. 40 days and 40... No. I'm listening to you. I'm paying attention to you, and I'll have time to get on the internet. That's what a producer is for.
4: And I guess it's uh, about the Casanova character, the original Casanova character and him... Uh,
3: oh, I saw the preview yeah. for that. That looks awful. Yeah. Who go... They, and here's the thing about those period pieces. Ew. No. They're not, bloody? Not like that one. <laughs> is that they spend all this money on costumes and crap like that, and you know no one's going to go see it.
4: It takes like a really, really good one, like a Gladiator or something, to really work out well. Something big. Uh, The other one is uh, The Chronicles of Narnia. That's the the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. I am going to go see that
3: one. Are you really? I read that one when I was growing up. Okay,
4: I've never heard of it. What What is it really about?
3: Um, it's about these kids who are going to hang out with their grandpa or something. And, uh, somehow they get into a magic, like, wardrobe-like, um, thing. Sounds very kid touch like to me. Like a, well, it's a closet, essentially. Oh, God. And they open it up, and behind the clothes is, like, this whole new world.
8: That's <laughs> So really... when they get out of that closet, they go into a whole new world. And it's like, there's a lion. Mo, it looks Mo. incredible. It's it, rare that I get excited about a movie... This one I did. Here's how, here's how stupid I am.
3: When The Lord of the Rings came out, I was like, oh yeah, this is the book that I read when I was uh, in the 7th and 8th grade, because mm-hmm. we read them over like two years. I guess there was a whole series or something. And then I went and watched Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, when are they finally going to go through that closet thing? I didn't realize. And by, different the way, by the way, this was only a couple years ago as a grown man. And then I saw the preview, and I'm like, oh, that's the one I read. Essentially, it's kind of like a Lord of the Rings for the kids. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I heard it's a whole big like Christianity-like thing, too. Well, which is going to kind of piss C.S. me S. off. C.S.
8: Lewis, the author, was a... Uber Christian? I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, then why would you say it? Because I know about him. He was. Huh.
4: Cheaper by the Dozen 2 will also be out this uh, winter. Yes. Why? What happened to Steve Martin? He's Steve Judy. Martin and Eugene Levy.
3: Oh, no. Eugene Levy has...
4: Just become the benchmark of all, which is bad. You don't think he's funny anymore? He 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 can be funny in the right movies, but he is such a movie whore that he will, uh, you know, just go. He just did another sequel to American Pie that went right to video. Yeah, he's the only original member. Oh, that's that's a week. Yeah, what was it called? You know, Uh, American Pie Four, Back to Bandcamp. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh,
3: what I want to know is his character was always known as Jim's dad, so what do they call him? Mr. Jim's dad the entire time?
4: I guess so, because, uh, yeah, they never really
3: said his name a whole lot. All right, they? let's go to uh, Die in Orlando. Lady first in the hideout. What do you got, Di?
6: Hi, boys. Yeah, the aristocrats came out months ago. I played the local art house, the Enzion.
3: Uh, oh, man. We already missed it.
6: Yeah, it was outstanding. Actually, I was, I'm sad that you didn't see it because there was actually a contest for the video version that's coming out where you could send in your own version of the joke, and it would make it to the uh, video uh, release, and they would fly you up to New York and the whole nine yards. I tried, but...
3: Oh, man. All right, thank you very much. You're I, I'm welcome. I'm pissed. All right, when's it going to be on DVD? All right, somebody just gave me a spoiler for the whole Narnia thing.
8: <laughs> Don't read
3: it. I didn't remember that in the book. Thanks. Uh, December
4: 2nd, Aeon Flux is going to come out. Uh, the uh, comer- the uh, cartoon from MTV. Uh, they're making it into a movie.
3: Oh, you know what? Is that the one with Charlize Theron? I saw the preview. Oh. Awful. It looks awful. Yeah, and so I remember
4: there's... this thing on MTV. Yeah, and I, I was never a big fan of it when it was on MTV either.
3: And, yeah, it was stupid. I would never watch it I always change the channel and they're also going
4: to do a another one of the uh, video game movies this one Blood Rain have you seen uh, I've only seen the cover for Blood Rain I've never actually played the game or met anybody that's played the game but I guess Blood Rain uh, they're coming out with the actual movie version of the game Blood Rain
3: never heard of Blood Rain
4: uh, it's the eternal uh, battle versus ravenous vampires
3: no thank you <laughs>
4: In the 18th century. It doesn't look like there's anybody getting it either.
3: Well, this sucks.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, meatloaf's in it, though.
3: All right, we'll do meatloaf. Yeah. All right, so I got the two, three movies I'm going to see <laughs> before the end of the year. King Kong, because I kind of feel like I have to. Because I read the book, one of the few books I actually read, The Chronicles of Narnia. Do you want to see that one together? No. I'm not interested. Are you asking me on a date? I want to see the movie. You
8: want to see the movie. What's the big deal?
3: Aristocrats comes out December thirteenth on the. Uh, oh, cool. DVD, according to Perfect. the Yeah Yeah guy. And then The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville. We're going to see that one to celebrate Jesus' birthday. All right. What about Walk the Line? I saw the preview for that one, the Johnny Cash one.
4: I, I haven't seen the preview for it, and I haven't really read a
3: whole lot about it. What's, what's it cover? Just his life. Yeah, it's about Johnny Cash. Just as a, a whole. Biopic, you know why I'm not gonna go see it? Why? Reese Witherspoon. I don't want to look at her man jaw for <laughs> two hours. and who's she playing his wife? Yeah. Hmm. June Carter.
8: Yeah. why do you guys find her so ugly? cause she is cause it's like a big yield sign with hair. <laughs> That's the
3: main reason.
4: Yeah, there's that, Those were basically the December movies There's also like this month Uh, Harry Potter's coming out uh, The what? Ice Harvest Is that a Rent. big one
3: for you Putin? Oh yeah I got the spoiler You want me to excited. send it to you? I've
17: already read the book There's a twist There's no <laughs> twist There's a movie twist Twist is the original director was a
3: little better Josh in Orlando you're in the hideout What up dude?
7: Dude you guys I, I don't know if you've heard of Brokeback Mountain Have you heard about this?
3: Nope
7: Dude it's it's uh, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. and they play like these gay cowboys, right? They're like I guess see they, it. they used to like go out and do cowboy stuff out in the rain and stuff together, mm-hmm. and, and they develop feelings, and then they like <laughs> they go away and get married, and then they they meet up again and they start having like gay like cowboy sex, and it, oh dude,
3: it's awesome. All right, and, oh it's crazy. All right, we need to hide out screening for that one too.
4: I actually would take a gander at that one.
3: I'm feeling another hideout dubs, uh, F.A. dubs one uh, one act play improv based around that. Just two cowboys <laughs> sitting around, sitting on their horses. All right, well, give us a little bit of time. We'll do that after ten. <laughs> but it's close, I still have people. You requesting. got a very
4: powerful animal between your legs. All right, that'll be the opening line. <laughs> No, I'm not talking about your horse.
3: Uh, all right, Dubs. You know who's uh, also has a movie coming out? This Fifty Cent. Get rich or die trying. He's all over everywhere promoting this thing. And uh, it is, is it an open tonight? Is that what it is? Heretic Jose. I got some clips of him talking about the movie. I don't. I am convinced Fifty Cent is the greatest wrestler of all time. He is just running. He's just gimmicking it up. Running a gimmick, and I think we've all fallen for it. Let's take a break and come back. I want to play you some of the stuff that Fiddy says. And I think think you're going to agree with me. Real fast though, Link in Altamont Springs. What's up, buddy? What up,
7: what up. That's great about the fifty seven the 57 gimmicks, that's great. Uh, um I was calling about the ring now. Is that the hor- that's the horror movie, right?
3: No, that well that's the ring, but we're talking about the ringer. That's the one with Johnny Knox. Oh
7: my bad. I just I was here in the corner of the radio there. I thought you were talking about the horror movie The Ring. I was like, Wow, that's kinda of weird for it to come out in December all of a sudden. Right. That's a Harry Potter movie, I'm sorry to burst your bubble on this and I know you're gonna cringe at this. There's gonna be it doing it they're doing it for each one of the books, so each year there's gonna be a new one. Yeah. Yep. book seven, So it's gonna be out there for a while, man. So.
4: I'm not. A, I'm not a huge Harry Potter hater.
8: It's just it's starting to annoy me now.
7: No, it's good. Yeah, I understand that, but just you know how the books go. So I'm. Yeah, I'm
8: not interested in reading the book. Thank you.
7: What,
3: Lane. what are
8: they gonna do once the actor is like 20?
3: They're just gonna find another kid to put glasses on. The just second. like they did with uh, with Home Alone.
8: Yeah, but as soon as you don't have the main, the same main act, the main actor for the lead. Look
3: at these dopes who read the book. They don't care. They'll go
8: follow blindly.
3: They get the T-shirts and the lunch pails. They go around with their witches hats at we-
8: Monster, and Miss Monster. I'm be- not a dope. Which no, is go- a wizard's hat. <laughs> would you go see it if a uh, Radcliffe wasn't the playing Harry? Who? Daniel Radcliffe. Why do you know this? I don't know. You, Pretend I. You, don't uh, know. I would, you but if Emma Watson
3: was. wasn't there, I wouldn't go see it. Uh, you know, what? we're gonna take a break and come back and uh, talk about Emma Watson. I want to touch him. It's a hideout, <laughs> real radio.
18: I don't think the film promotes violence at all. You know, they're in this place on music as an art form that aren't placed on any other forms of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Because the major music companies haven't manufactured or distributed a CD that had a weapon on it. Anything that reflects violence on Mm -hmm. the cover of a CD since 1987, I think, making the transition from music to film, it's a shock to see me when they associate me with music so much, you know, with a weapon in my hand. Cause there's been 18 films that came out this year where they had weapons on the cover of the artwork. Sure, and right. no one protested in it. No, room.
5: but it seems like when it's you, it, there's a big there's yeah, a, a, a big uproar.
18: Thing. And I believe it's because of me being so close to associating with music.
3: 50 Cent talking about his new movie, Get Rich or Die Trying. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Come on in. 407-916-1041, 888
4: and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone.
3: You think, um, Dubs, you're a big wrestling guy. You yeah. know a lot about it. You and the heretics get along, and your knowledge of it, Misfit Matt especially, your new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you two know when someone's running a gimmick. Yeah. Do it. you think this whole 50 Cent thing is a gimmick?
4: I think it's half and half. I think he's uh, actually been through a lot of stuff, and uh, but he knows what gets white people riled up. He knows what uh, how to uh, create, you know, a rise out of people, and he's just doing that.
3: So this is all part of his master plan. Yeah, of... so it's
4: it's very gimmicky. It's very uh, hey, I'm just gonna go out there scare some parents and get some kids uh, buy my
18: CDs and my movies.
3: All right, this is a whole bunch of clips from like him doing like uh, talk shows and stuff. This is about. Somebody says, hey, you scare people.
18: No, I scare people. That's actually my job. That's why they buy my music. I scare them for uh, $16.99, <laughs> and, they, and they buy the records, and they entertain by it. That's my job.
4: Is he right on that? Yeah, I mean, that's what, he's basically uh, throwing it out there. It's a gimmick. I entertain people. That's what I'm doing. All right, now Quit this, in a pansy.
3: this is about, like, why do you think your music's so popular with white folks?
18: I think my music, my CDs are uh, exactly what this film is. This is the same reason why people pick up the newspaper every day. They pick up the newspaper and, and see someone else's experience that's harder than theirs and go, wow, that was terrible.
3: you think that's why white folks like rap music so much? No, because white folks want to be black.
4: It's been, it's been a, a slow-changing uh, thing for a while now. White kids
3: want to be black. All right, black I, is cool. All right, what's the percentage of white, young white dudes who want to be black
4: i would say young white dudes who want to be black i would give it a 70 percent.
3: 70 yeah
8: of high school and younger probably if not more
3: all right let's say under the age of 21 i dropped down to 60 there so you think 60 to 70 percent of white kids want to be black
8: yeah in one form or another yeah it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.41. All right,
3: what do you think the reasons white folks want to be black? I'm, I'm like, now I'm fascinated.
8: Well, there's a whole uh, uh,
4: thing in the white community about black people being really tough. That's one part. Mm-hmm. And in the white community also, black people are very cool. That's why you see white culture pick up uh, a lot of stuff from black culture.
3: So you think they'd automatically be accepted and be the cool guy? Yeah. The tough guy? Everybody wants to have a black friend, too. Just so I can say, yeah, I got a black friend, and then you can be I... everybody's black friend. It'd be awesome. I can say the N-word. I have a black best exactly. friend. Exactly. All right, 407-916-1041. Everybody wants the Trump card. Here to Jose. You've got it with the S-word. Yes. With me.
11: Um, One of the things that I think uh, 50 Cent is doing is the same thing that, that Maynard is doing and the same thing that Manson is doing. It's it's a shock, It's the shock value because if you look at if you look at when it started uh, with Manson, everybody was flaunting over to Manson or really hating him.
3: I don't understand how that relates to Maynard, but okay. Well, uh, Maynard does the same thing. No, actually he doesn't. Uh, all right, let's go to track three. This is about him and the N word in the music.
18: Like when I'm saying that, isn't I'm not using it as a racial slur. You know, in the neighborhood, they'll say, "What's up?" That's my nigga. You come in. They're not offended by it when you say that. They just—it's just the slang that we use where we're from.
3: You think so? That's then. You said that's the other reason why kids want to be black, so they can actually I sing along, not... sing along to the rap song with their get... windows
4: down. yes. I think they want to be able to blast it. I'd uh, be able to uh, repeat the lyrics with the windows down and uh, not worry about anybody is, looking at. Is
14: him.
3: that still one of the greatest scenes from Office Space? in just the beginning, where mm-hmm. Michael Bolton's <laughs> rapping along to the Ghetto Boys, and then he rolls the window up and locks it.
4: <laughs> just because the, guy's locks trying the to, door trying to sell uh, roses.
3: Right. That's such a. I mean, they have this like special edition DVD or something that's out
4: yeah, now. Yeah, it just came out.
3: I gotta score that. You know, I bought the DVD. At like Target for like seven bucks, lost it. Really? I never even watched it. It somehow got lost in my apartment, and
8: I haven't seen it. Uh, somehow. Have you ever been into your apartment? That's the old school place. You like rap, right, Hafe? Yeah. Do you ever do you ever sing along or rap along or however you want to call it? Yeah, of course. When they come to that word, do you say it or do you omit that course one I word? Of I say it. I'm, I'm Latin. I can say it. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Just because you're Latin doesn't mean you can say that. I
3: can sit there and rap along with black folks and not worry about not about saying the N-bomb. Can I say it too? No. I'm Italian? No. What? I don't, He's hey. closer than you. No, yeah. Not at all. No. He's Sicilian. Yeah. No, we can do it all the time. <laughs> We're fine. You, no, you can't.
8: You, uh... No, I, I always leave a, a pause. I leave a blank.
3: Yeah. As a Jewish man, good. Well, it's got nothing to do with that. It's oh, I said brother. As a skin, is that what you do? Yeah. You do the radio
4: radio yeah. edit? I radio edit myself. I'm just another brother.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a brother with attitude. All right, this is why. Uh, yeah, brothers with attitude. B W A. All right, this is why he uses the word ho.
18: You write what a description of a woman that's from man to man are doing different things, and you use the terminology hoe. It's vulgar. But there's people who behave that way. You know, so it's just my choice as an artist.
3: That's like that scene in Boys in the Hood where she goes, Why are you always calling us bitches and hoes and hoochies? And then Doughboy goes, Because that's what you are. Mm hmm. You're ho. Stop being that and I won't call you <laughs> it. Right? What do you want? 407 916 1041 And then she says, uh, Screw you, brother. And Yeah uh, <laughs> and, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know we ought to have a movie night with the heretics. Like Where we all just sit in here and uh and like watch Boys in the Hood, Office Space. That's not a bad idea. I I bet you I bet you we
4: can get like a uh, kind of a pull down screen, get some kind of projector and just sit here and watch a movie.
3: Let's do it at your place. And no. everybody can take turns uh no, stabbing St. Louis. We do it, say yeah. we oh, do it that- on the air. We can't show Boys in the Hood on the air. Well, you know, we pick another movie, or
4: we
8: get the TV version.
3: Is there a TV version of Boys in the Hood? No, yeah, I think there is, because I think it was yeah, like yeah, it's on,
8: about five minutes long. I
3: think <laughs> it was like on TNT or TBS or one of those. But I'm almost positive there's a a television version. That's one of those movies too. They should show it on like ABC on a nice Saturday or Sunday afternoon.
4: Yeah, remember when they used to do the Sunday afternoon movies? They don't do that anymore. It's usually hocus pocus and, actually uh,
3: WA uh, WB eighteen does it. They're the guy it? they're the ones giving us the trip to Vegas to give out later on this week. Nice. They do it I think at noon on uh on Saturdays.
4: Yeah, it's usually a very PG type movie. Right.
3: I right, and this last one with um what's Neverending
4: never ending story or something
18: like that.
3: With fifty cent is are you wearing that bulletproof vest because your life's really in danger?
18: It's for safety. I mean, I understand the possibilities. I've actually been shot nine times before.
3: So they're like, is. They basically ask him. Is that Barbara's is, gimmick? Is it a gimmick? Is this building the hype? You know what? What if we started that?
4: <laughs> yeah, we wear uh, Bullet bulletproof proof. vests around?
3: Yeah. And then, like, that's our thing. And masks. And it's just part of a whole hideout. We start carrying guns. We could. Mm hmm. They have paintball masks. We wear paintball masks. Gas masks. Camouflage and bulletproof vests to every live gig. Even if it's like a real nice place. like But you the, always uh, got
4: to wear the bulletproof vest over whatever you're wearing just so everybody knows
8: you're wearing a bulletproof vest. See, that's what I don't understand. Why does he even wear a bulletproof vest? if If everyone knows you're wearing it, shoot him in the head. The whole point is you wear it under your clothes and they shoot you. Are you are you telling people how to kill 50 cents? No, I'm not. That's what it sounded like to me. You wear a bulletproof vest. When they shoot you, you play dead. Dude, you're racist. You're what? trying to kill 50. No, I love 50. 50. 50.
3: <laughs> 50. Say, it, say it like me, 50. 50? 50. He's 50. racist, man. 50? How awkward are you? Uh, I'm sorry that I can't... How many s- black people do you know douche child, their hmm. Day. But other than SBK, who, by the way, you say looks just like Deuce, uh, McAllister, and every other running back? And James Toney, the boxer. In the NFL. Do you know any other black people? Of course I do. How many? That you can actually call friends. How many black folks do you have in your phone?
8: Racist. I, I didn't even answer yet. Because you're commercial? <laughs> That's none. No, I have a couple. Honestly. A couple what? Friends in my phone. What kind of friends? African-American? I wanted to see what
3: he would say. If he'd say African-American or black or if he dropped the N-bomb like he does off the air. Yeah,
15: man, that's <laughs> been getting real bad in the office, too, back there. I wish he'd stopped around.
3: We'll take a break. We'll come back. Not true. 407 916 1041 I have a question. Maybe somebody can help me out. I've just gotten two really strange phone calls on my cell phone. From an incoming number that's only eight digits, like it's eight digits. It's like three numbers dash three numbers dash two numbers.
4: It might be uh, something from your provider. Like I don't know if you go. No,
3: through. I answered and it was like it was just a, it was a dude, and I, but he he cut out. So does anybody know how? I don't even know how that's possible, for there only to be eight digits. Foreign maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one. Been trying to hook up
4: with a dude from Canada? No, no.
3: I don't go Canada. So Do hide, what? maybe. So hide out real
14: radio
3: 104.1. So hide out real radio 104.1, El have and J-Dubs, Wednesday night. Your chance to be uh heard in Central Florida is right now. 407
4: 916 1041 978 1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
3: All right, nobody can help me out apparently on what this is with the uh incoming phone call that only has 8 digits. And I was thinking something like that too like it was a service provider. Mhm. That was calling me. But it sounded like somebody who's in a in a car like trying to get a hold of me.
4: Maybe he's going to provide you with another service, huh?
3: Mmm. Mo. I'm getting word that maybe uh, Singapore and places in India only have eight-digit phone numbers.
4: I right, that- order one of those twelve-year-olds.
3: <laughs>
4: the hell? If you did, order two, man.
3: Mmm. Right, you know what? You're speaking of the servicing thing. Mm-hmm. I really want to talk about the story, but I don't know if we should talk about it till after ten.
4: Yeah, we should probably. You can you can tell us what it is, but I don't think we should get in depth. Until after 10.
3: You think? I mean, it's safe enough. (laughs) All right, fine. I'll just tease it, and we'll talk about it right when it hits 10. A 24-year-old woman was found guilty Thursday on forcing oral on a sleeping man. I was an idiot. (laughs) 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 And sentenced to eight months in prison.
4: Eight months for forcing oral
3: the guy was woke up and was really, really upset and has had psychological difficulties as a result
8: of the incident.
4: What I want to... The psychological difficulty after that is you expect it every time you wake up, and yeah. then you're disappointed every morning. That's
8: what the difficulty is. Where do you buy that alarm clock at?
4: I guess in that prison. You can buy her... Take her home. And I there
3: we have them. I mean, that's the story. I think we can talk about it. I think okay. it's okay. And here's my question. Is there such a thing as unwanted uh, mouth pleasures? No. There's
4: no such it? thing. <laughs> you don't think there is at all? No. I, because oh, because no in- matter what, I mean, if you know your friends aren't going to find out, you usually'll take it
3: anywhere you know you can get it. All right, four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. And how hideous must this chick be if this guy has This chick p- has to be a dude. If if this guy has psychological issues. It's a twenty four year old woman. <laughs> Even if she looked like
4: Donkey Lips, you would think <laughs> Donkey Lips with a blonde wig. Oh boy. And long nail extensions.
3: It would look like Wesley Snipes from uh Tu Wong Fu. See I if it was say, you know,
4: a dude, what I would do, I'd peek up, wake up and act like I'm sleeping again and tell us all over. Help. And punch him in the face. You know, what you the know. hell? In that you know, then you act like I'm I'm disgusted with this. But you don't do it until after it's all over, you know?
8: So you got yours? Yeah. Yeah, because you can't let a, a, a dude leave you high and dry. Yeah. That's even worse. And then you got to take care of business yourself to <laughs> <Yeah>. him. You <huh? laughs> have
4: to take care of business because he's already got you worked up. Oh, but you <laughs> didn't know that he was the one working you up, but you're already there, so you, you have to finish the job he started. You might as well let him finish the job he started.
3: Oh, boy.
4: And I... then you take issue
3: with it. All right, and then by the way, this is as a dude. As a girl, yeah, okay, there's definitely unwanted. But as a guy, the awful animals that we are, you would think for the most part there's no such thing as unwanted uh, mouth love. Frankie in Melbourne here in the hideout. What up, dude?
5: Hey, what's up, Jen? What you got? Hey, uh, Yeah, you uh, mentioned
7: the uh, hideous, or else uh, it had to have smelled like sewage or else this guy was gay.
3: Alright, well maybe Mo. Now the story didn't say anything about that Maybe there's that But even then as a, as a...
4: Just as a dude As a dude, you don't really You know, you wouldn't uh, Send someone away for it at least You know, you may say Hey, don't do that again, shame on you But you, you wouldn't send him to
3: jail Unless he there's There has to be something going on here With this dude Tony and Kissimmee are in the hideout. What you got, buddy?
12: How you guys doing? Hey, I had a little experience where it started off as a wanted oral, and it turned very bad. All right, be she careful how you her tell her. Yeah, she right, kept using the... her teeth, and it would hurt. That's. I started to chill out. And... I
3: got you. That's good enough. I not want too much info. I understand. Um, but if this it... is this is a thing
4: of uh, he, was uh, he wasn't even aware of the fact that this was happening, so she
8: must have been doing a decent job. He was asleep, and that's how he woke up. With her doing that. Well, Now, is this a woman that was normally sleeping in the same bed as him? I don't have all that info. Because chances are he's dating her or something. You would think. I mean, she didn't break in the house to do this, and if she did, I'll tell you my address. We
3: already know. You live near Club (laughs) Harem.
8: You can throw a rock to it. If you had a good arm, you could. A very good arm. Mm-hmm. A couple miles away.
3: (laughs) All right, Dubs, you say there's no way.
8: There's no there's I'm, no way in, in hell.
3: Right. i've written down a little sheet i've got different scenarios, and I wonder if you would turn down the treats
4: okay i'm going to put myself in the same position as this guy i I'm sleeping I wake up and this is happening to me
3: take a break from we'll this come, person we'll take a break we'll come back and I'll give you the info okay four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one star one oh four one and you're seeing the wireless phones it's a hideout row radio one oh four point one her. Welcome back to the Hideout World Radio 104.1. No, it's not. It's not a different language, j Uh <laughs> it's, it's all... Uh, now that you shaved your head... Yeah. I can't understand this. Um... 407 916 1041 Ladies first when calling in the hideout. We need some good Hank. Lauren, what's going on? Hello? What do you got?
2: Hey, um, I was just uh, wondering, I had a question for mm-hmm. the uh, African-American population uh, referring to the N-word earlier.
3: Okay. All right, hold on. Oh, God. Uh, hold on. I, to... I know where this is going. All right, hold on for two seconds, okay? Uh, sure. Um. This call is trouble. Yeah. But I'll, all right, go ahead, Lauren. This is, this is your, your, you'd like to talk to the African American population.
2: Yeah. Because, um, see, you say that you don't like white people or any other people to use the N word or call you the N word. Um, so why do you use that word when describing yourself or talking
3: (laughs) to friends? Okay. All right. Now that question was asked of 50 Cent. And I'm gonna have 50 Cent answer your question. Okay, you wanna hold on and listen to what 50 Cent said?
2: Okay, sure.
3: All right, hold on. Here we go. Here's 50's answer.
18: Like when I'm saying that, not is that I'm not using it as a racial slur. You know, in the neighborhood, they'll say, "What's up? That's my nigga. You come in." They're not offended by it when you say that. They're just it's just the slang that we use where we from.
4: When uh, white people tend to use it, it's not in a friendly manner.
3: Not usually. Because sometimes you lose the right to say a word when you abuse it. And that I think that's what happened. Do you like to say the N-word a lot?
2: No, actually, I don't. How op- I don't- how
3: often do you think you say it? Or uh, does your daddy how- say it while watching a, a basketball game? How
4: many times a week do you think you
3: say it?
2: Zero. Absolutely Please. zero. Because, you know
4: Unless what you're I- having sex. For some reason you have that fetish going on.
2: It's a word that only maybe like more thug type people will use, I think. Yeah. And, and I have true
3: ones, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Who's your favorite uh, artist, like your favorite musician?
2: Oh, um,
1: Switchfoot. You probably don't know them.
3: Switchfoot? Yeah. Yeah, they're a rock band, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not moral. I'm not stupid. Please, treat me like I'm a real human being. <laughs> Um, alright, so I... How many times do they use the N-Bomb in their music? A lot. Hmm. Actually, I got the CD at home. That's all it is. This is Switchfoot. What's the song's name? (laughs) N-Bomb. Or N-Please. Yeah, I think it's that, that's what it is. Alright, Lauren, well, the black population is actually here to answer your question. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, uh, they They don't don't care. (laughs) They don't care what you think or why they don't feel like they have to justify to you <clears throat> all right let's get back to the important thing, dubs, and that was is there such thing as unwanted oral if you're a man
4: Yeah, I guess some uh, lady went to prison for eight months for giving unwanted oral to a guy while he was sleeping, and he woke up and was traumatized by the oral he was being given
3: Now, our thoughts
4: were well, this chick was
3: hideous has to be or do we just... do we know her no. We don't know. Stop. Stop setting up the drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you don't believe there's such a thing as a man as unwanted oral? No. All right. So let's say you're sleeping, mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're getting favors. Yeah. I was an idiot. From the following, <laughs> from the following, uh, and I want you to say whether or not it would be unwanted. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. You wake up, bam, Sandra Bernhardt. Wouldn't bother me. I would have to agree with you on that one. I bet you would actually probably be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. Wouldn't bother me.
4: Again, that's another one where you pretend like you're sleeping so you don't, you know.
3: Like as if it were a dude? Mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. Let it fly. Have you seen About Schmidt? Yes.
4: And I wouldn't be looking at her.
3: Janet Reno. Yes. Yes and yes. Oh, that's bragging rights. Yeah. Madeline Albright? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Doesn't she have dentures?
4: That's a novelty right there.
3: Your buddy's girlfriend.
8: Oh, please. Definitely. Your buddy's girlfriend, the soldier.
3: I'll act like I'm sleeping. <laughs> so that's your thing, to act like you're sleeping the whole time. Yeah.
4: Hey, the thing is, even if I woke up and didn't like what was going on, I wouldn't send the person to jail over it. All right, how about that? I mean, what what's going on there is she's trying to help you out. A toothless janitor. Leave my mom out of these things. I don't like you when you're running bits with my mom and him. A dude, you already said you would. Just that, pretend like you're sleeping. Wake up and what the hell are you doing? Punch him in the face.
8: Cover all bases, and you're you're uh, free and clear. But you tell him to show up again tomorrow morning. I wouldn't. I wouldn't lock the door again. I, I think I have one. Finally, maybe you'll mm-hmm.
3: say uh, it's a hideout Road radio 104.1. You think? Do you think that we, unwanted grandma, my own grandma?
4: I wouldn't send her to jail over it. Hefe, I
15: sent you one over the IM. You could ask Dubs. I'm not going to, dude.
4: Quit forcing the issue, Chunks.
3: Mike in Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What up, Mike?
10: Hey, what's up, uh, Hefe? Long time listener. I come up to the hideout. Open door policy. I think the guy was just traumatized because it wasn't a guy.
3: Uh, You know, it seems to me more and more (laughs) that that may be it, Mike.
8: It seems more and more that's that that's it. You might be wrong. Something's just got to be missing from the story. I'm telling you how most
3: of the story, and they didn't go into the dude's sexual preference in the story. He was the victim here. We aren't going to get into that. Right. Doesn't matter what he was wearing.
8: Is this going to cause post traumatic syndrome, whatever it's called? Well, that's what they're saying. So next time a nice ex- hot chick's doing it, he's going to think it's the girl.
3: <laughs> he's extremely upset and has psychological.
8: Difficulties as a result of this. Now, you think there's like a 12-step program where he's going to have to start with handies now and work his way up?
4: Oh. Well, he's going to have to start, you know, just very baby steps, you know, just kind of using the uh, pinch technique like you're smoking a joint.
3: And then uh, from there, you move on. You go
4: slow, baby steps.
3: What if the, the... All right, Dub, here's another one for you. What if it was a DJ at a Canadian station?
4: Again, pretend like you're sleeping. <laughs> Wake up! He did take you to the concert and have him promise you a job. You don't punch
3: him in the face. You get a job out of it. What's with the homo uh, hating with you? Stop that! What? The 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 homophobia? That's not homophobia. Why is that homophobia?
4: The the, the punching. Thing. Oh, okay, okay. Some some dudes rocking the oral on you without asking you. You can't punch them. You have to uh, talk to him about it. Reason with them.
3: Yes. Shut up! I'll punch you. You're angry today. Why did you, you just turn so angry? We're talking about people. Because you say you. I'm, I'm, uh, homo hating over it. Somebody call Gomer and get his opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Skull Sauce and Altamont. You're in the hideout. What you got, dude?
6: Hey. Okay. So the story goes that she was the one that was going. Well, she was slurping his noodle. Yeah. Okay, because for a second, like, I, if I woke up to somebody trying to ride the mustache, then uh, I'd definitely be, be disturbed by that.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would be different. Right. Yeah, that would be different if you're just getting suffocated. Yeah, that would be a completely different thing, but she's helping you out. You aren't helping her out.
8: I don't know, man. And she probably thought that she was being so nice. Yeah. It, oh, he's
3: what, gonna love isn't this, that yeah! The, isn't that the ultimate way to be woken up too? Yeah, like that's uh, hot uh, Heather's here, hair chick. This is a little tip for you as a as a lovely young lady. That's the way you wake up your man. I'm sleeping. I don't know.
14: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done that before. Have you ever woken up your dude by uh, with that?
2: Not that I can recall, but...
3: And f- for future references, uh, you know, experiences, you may want to remember that.
2: I'll keep that in mind.
3: Yeah, because that, that's, yeah. Then you, you would forever be the chick that everyone was like, that he would tell all his friends, man, I had this one girl, hot Heather. She was in the hideout, hair chick. And she was the coolest chick of all time because she would wake me up with the greatest of all favors and love because you got it. That's the, that's the way you start your morning.
2: Well, see, I had thought about that before. But my ex.
3: You actually thought about it before? That makes yeah. you cool. I right, know. Yeah. Standing ovation. Oh, we can't stand.
2: But my ex, he, he never would want to sleep in the same bed as me because
8: you
3: stink? he was a
2: mo or something. <laughs> I don't
8: know. But... mo, Moe. Yeah. Moe. 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 Mo. Are, are you a heater? What's a heater? You've never slept in the same bed with a girl whose body gets so hot it like makes you sweat?
3: Actually I think I'm one of
8: those.
2: No, I'm the opposite. I'm really cold most of the time. Del
3: you know you, you know what I'm talking about? I think so. But uh you know, you usually have a bed
4: big enough where you can, you know, get away if you want to.
3: Or you get on the floor. If you got a hot chick like hot heather in your bed, if you, if she's And she's a thinking about doing the uh Yeah. That you, kind of stuff. You sleep on the floor and then like you the, Or you, 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 you take the heater, you know, you don't yeah. worry about it. You let her. You let her sweat up the bed. It's okay. Alright, people are, I guess people have all these stories. About our right, giant Brian. Hide out here at Dick. Dude. Yeah.
5: It sounds
9: like a good idea, but it's scary. Why? Really? I swear to God, like I had a
7: girlfriend in college and I and I told her, I'm like, Hey, why don't you do this? Like it would it'd would be it'd be a nice surprise. Like everybody thinks. It, it's terrible. She did it to me like a month later scared
9: the crap out of me in the middle i'm sleeping you know, like i'm in i'm in a happy place and all of a sudden like in my dream something's happening to my junk i freak out wake up almost near in the head honestly it was, it was traumatic
8: are you I'm this guy brian you sissy what? All
0: right, you do it it's scary i'm, I'm not doing it you. You. no
3: way what the hell's wrong with you what kind of invitation is that all right thank you buddy all right <laughs> You know, he's right, though. It sounds like he could be right about that.
8: Yeah. So the guy who handles himself in public is traumatized by a girl helping him out. <laughs> yeah,
3: touching himself during the open-door policy. Because I'm traumatized from that. All right, Putin says uh it's good. Crazy Eyes do that?
17: No, that was an ex-girlfriend.
3: Ooh. Did you like her more than uh, Crazy Eyes?
17: <laughs> no, that's why she's an ex girlfriend.
3: Is this the ex you keep telling us about, though, that you really like and you're trying to get in contact with? No. Where would you I never ex- said anything ah. like that.
17: You guys are
14: bastards. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Uh.
4: I, I love messing with people and getting them in trouble at home.
3: Yeah, even it up. <laughs> I bet it'd be good, crazy Eyes cause it'd be all gums. Like mm-hmm. a night. Be and nice. The gent. <laughs> gin... Be nice, <laughs>
17: please, <laughs> please, t- please, <laughs> please, be nice. You're
15: the Sitting one that effort dent <laughs> <laughs> the bed <stole>. Chunks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Chunks and Putin have something going on right now too. They're uh, very upset at each other.
3: All right, we'll take a break. All these people want to talk about. Who knew this they want is actually happened? Yeah, they well, you know what? I'm going to let them brag. Never had that happen before. All right, napping is one thing, according to Tommy Bateman, but in a dead sleep, no way. I would imagine Tommy Bateman would pull the knife from out underneath his pillow and cuz it's there. and slice the throat. Slice the throat first, ask questions later. The throat slashing has a different dimension to it. Yeah, you get to do the wound. What the hell, man? What? Take a break, we come back. This is your problem. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's the hideout, Real Radio Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J Dubs on a Wednesday night.
4: Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Conversation right now. Twenty-four-year-old woman found guilty on forcing uh, oral favors on a sleeping man, sentenced to eight months in prison. The man woke up, became extremely upset, and had psychological difficulties as a result of the incident. The Eliminator's in the hideout. What's going on, Eliminator?
5: Uh not much, man. What you got? Uh, like, the guy could have a uh,
7: psychological difficulties because, like, maybe he just broke up with a girl he just had for maybe a year or so, and the woman that forced the oral on him, mm-hmm. maybe
5: he his girl his ex-girl gave it to him the same way, so he's like, oh, too much, and yeah. uh, Matt, you know, maybe
8: relapse. If that's if that's psychological problems, bring yeah. them on. I'll take psychological problems.
4: Yeah, that's a problem I can uh, live with.
3: My boy, Nightmare Dave, Hideout Heretic. Good to see him out Monday at the uh, live broadcast.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, what's, what do you think? I, I, well, I can say from my personal experience, my last girl and my current girl I have done it. And it's for me, it's been quite enjoyable. I don't mind it. I, I enjoy it immensely. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think what happened with this guy is that it's... Uh, It'd have to be Bernadette Peppers, like a uh, Brian Peppers sister or something. That's the only thing I can think of that, that I would still be that dramatic.
8: That would be. All right, thank you. That's a good one. You know, if more women were doing this, no guys would be late to school or work. Yeah, you'd always get up on time. Yeah, I wouldn't unplug that alarm.
0: Um, Ted in
3: Orlando, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Ted. Yeah,
0: there's one drawback to that. What's that? If you're if you're a name dropper during sex.
3: Mm-hmm.
14: Oh.
0: Um,
7: you know, if you don't if you don't remember who's going, who you with,
5: who you went to sleep with, then uh, you got your stuff in the jaws of death, man.
4: Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Like you, you could the be, wrong name, you could be dreaming of someone else.
3: Y'all the wrong name. Boom. All right, Canes and Jaguars says that his chick will do it any time. Says he never needs an alarm clock because she will do it. And he he even he even brags. He goes, dude. I'd call her in here right now, and she would hook him up. All right, Bong Swap Matt, who's a cool dude, says, uh, getting those favors while sleeping is the greatest thing ever. If you think about it, you don't have to do or say anything for it. And if you're lucky, your dream is about Tyra Banks, the way his was. And then it that is, that is just perfect.
4: Yeah, I mean, you aren't thinking of whatever's going on with the person down there. You're thinking of whoever's in your head
3: easy in the hideout what's up what's up easy
7: hey man what you I got i just want to tell you guys about an experience i had mm-hmm. it wasn't uh as great as deep throat but uh had an ex-girlfriend parents left the garage door open for the cat to get in she snuck in pulled down the attic door made her way into my room thought i was having the best dream of my life and woke up to reality with her cowboy on me
3: wow all right that's epic And they sneak in to do it. You know? That means they really want oh,
8: to. Oh, I missed the story. I thought he meant the cat snuck in.
3: No.
4: What is this? This isn't about you and what you're into. Yeah, and you and your animal fetishes. I'm talking creepy off air. But
8: they have a very sandpapery tongue. Stop. I'm going to ask you to stop. Right now, for
3: all of our good. John and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout. What you got, buddy? John.
7: John? Yeah, that's you. Okay. Uh, hey. Yeah, uh, one year my uh, my wife, well, my girlfriend at the time, uh, she uh, uh, woke me up with a Christmas present for a special favor.
3: Oh, with and that? Then, as a Christmas present?
0: Yeah. She's, she's not really done it very many times since, and uh, <laughs> she told me she's never, ever doing it again. So.
8: Why uh, not? Because he told the kids what he got for Christmas.
3: She, uh, she, she's he said somebody will give you one. She, she's not very fond of it.
8: All
3: right, she's not very fond of it, then, dude, you uh, get a girlfriend. That's what you got to do. <sighs> All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> All right, book these people chunks. What's going on? 407 916 1041. Heterocell. The most widely prescribed anti-effeminate medication in the United States Helping 16 million Americans who suffer from behavioral effeminism And male homosexuality disorder So it's a pill?
4: Go to uh, the tabs up top It goes even further in depth So if you are gay or feminine acting You can
3: take these pills and they'll beef you up a little bit? I guess so All right, book them now. It looks like a spoof. It doesn't matter. Why would you ruin it, you stupid? Like we don't know, retard. Are you in on ruining every bit now? Is that what you do as the executive producer? What happened? You forgot how to run one? Well, what's the point now of even getting into it then, since you already ruined it? That's twice now we've had to yell at you in the last 30 minutes. Once a radio bottom, always a radio bottom, apparently. You're slipping.
4: All you want to do now is mess with uh, Putin.
3: Yeah, you know, we need to talk about that. But first, let's actually do the game show. Okay. Uh, 407-916-1041. 888 Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout headline game show. A lot of prizes to be given out, J-Dubs, including a uh, CSI prize pack. And later on this week, we're going to have a trip for two to Las Vegas with round-trip airfare and three-nights hotel accommodations. CSI Crime Scene Investigation Saturdays at 4 and 5 o'clock only on WB-18. Now's your chance to be a winner in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All
5: right, you primitive screwheads, listen up.
17: Welcome to the Headlines Game Show, time to see what you think you know, can you walk the smart guy talk, or are you livestock, rock, open your eye and see what you can find, you might just win a prize, here's the trick, are you sheep falling asleep on your feet. Headlines Game Show, Headlines Game Show, Hello.
6: No. Mo. I was an idiot. All
2: right, let's
3: play the game. Give out some prizes and get caught up on the day's news. All in one little segment we call the Hideout Headline Game Show. Real Radio 104.1, I'll have fan J-Dubs. Five categories. World, national, local, sports, and entertainment news. True, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. It is all up to you, my friends. We will start with Mike in Orlando. Mike. Yeah,
14: what's up?
3: Alright, buddy, you ready to play? Yeah. World National Local Sports Entertainment. What do you want? Uh let's go to sports. Alright, here's sports news with Putin. Putin! Sports news.
17: Sports news tonight, sir, is true and false. Uh true or false. I have a problem with that, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. A new bill introduced in the Senate would bar the Senate from deciding regulations for the steroid policies in professional sports. Is that true or false? Uh,
3: false.
17: That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on.
3: Uh, what's the story on this one?
17: Uh, Congress is just uh, John McCain and another Republican senator have sponsored a bill that would propose kind of like a one, two, three strikes you out. No pun intended for the steroid policies in pretty much all the major sports.
3: Why is it their their business? Why do they care? I don't know. That was, well, what, Isn't, you, you didn't have the answer, but... <laughs> no, you don't know, but...
4: Isn't that a, uh, like something for the league to uh, deal with? And if they want to, they can uh, go criminally with it? I guess and there's already rules in place criminally for using those uh, substances. Why is that have to be different for professional sports?
3: Because it's an easy win. It's an easy win. It's an easy thing to... Uh, Blah, blah, blah. I hate.
4: It just seems like it's the most... The the thing that they should be least cared about right now.
3: That and the whole indecency thing. It's just moronic. It's moronic when you see what's going on. I don't even want... I feel like I sound like a broken record. It's not even getting through. It's These people who are doing this... I love McCain. He seems like a good senator. Out. Beat it already. Go away. You, you, there are other things to focus on. You of all people should know that, too. This is so unimportant when it comes to everything else that's going on in the world. Don't be stupid. All right, Joe in Daytona, you, uh, world, national, local, or entertainment news, what do you want to go with, buddy? Uh, local. All right, here's local news of Putin. Local news is
17: also true and false. <laughs> true or false? Hillsborough County School Board voted Tuesday to reinstate Christian and Jewish holidays. ...after revoking them because an Islamic group petitioned them to add their holiday to the calendar. True or false?
3: False.
17: I'm sorry, sir, that is entirely true. You haven't a clue about the world in which you live. Beat it, scram. All
3: right, so what was this? Give me a quick update on or what is this? Uh,
17: they uh, Originally, a, uh, a spokesman, Ahmed Bedier, for the American-Islamic relations, uh, petitioned the school board to add an Islamic holiday uh, that marks the end of Ramadan to the school calendar. But instead of doing that, the entire school board just decided to take away all holidays. Off their calendars. Yep. And so the Islamic group said, whoa, 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 all right, Uh, we're sorry we withdraw the bid. We didn't mean to ruffle feathers, but we're going to take away our proposed holiday if it means giving back everybody else's.
3: See, that's nice. Yeah, that's very that good of them. Very nice. I think it was actually smart, though. Yeah, we'll just take them all out. But this is Can I read a quote real
17: quick? Sure, you bet. I don't even know who this is, but it's a quote in the story from Apostle Cynthia Ford. Uh, everybody's talking about this like it don't mean nothing, but it means a lot. And then she says, In God, in God, in God we trust. We've been spared, she said, but the next time a hurricane comes, it <laughs> may be to Tampa.
3: Hmm. Well, there's a very good chance that Tampa will get hit by a hurricane. I love how
4: uh, you know you pick your battles with this. I mean, it, it would be it would be something if like they were living in Utah and said, "Oh, hey, uh, we've been doing all these bad things, and a hurricane is going to hit Utah." And a hurricane does hit Utah, then you're going to prove something to me. You... But saying you know, a hurricane is going to hit Tampa or New Orleans because of all the bad stuff going on.
3: Right. That, it's a natural occurrence. I want. I tried watching that. Category Seven Sunday Night on CBS. Anybody see that movie? I saw bits and pieces. I've only got to see a little bit of it too, here and there. Did, what did, Shannon Doherty just pisses me off. Her, it was her and Randy Quaid, right? Yeah. That's a match made in hell. Yeah. Oh, movie good. made in hell. It did. Movie what, made for TV, which did, is just as bad. Did they end up beating the hurricane or whatever the hell I'm it was? sure. You didn't stick around. No. Yeah, I fell asleep. <laughs> Uh, Mike and Leesburg, next up in the Hideout Headline Game Show, Real Radio 104.1. World National or Entertainment News. What do you want, my friend? Entertainment. All right. Here's Putin with entertainment.
17: Entertainment news is multiple choice tonight and contains or concerns my favorite show. Uh, which So daily...
3: oh, we don't need the commentary on your favorite show. Yes, you
17: do. <laughs> uh, which Daily Show comedian will be spicing up evening? Okay,
3: first of all, you would say that's my favorite show because it is mine. No, it's my fact. favorite show. All right. Oh. And my dad can beat up your dad. He could. All right, we'll start the question again.
17: Which Daily Show comedian will be spicing up evenings on the Weather Channel with their own segments lasting about two minutes? Is it A, Rob Corddry, B, Louis Black, C, Stephen Colbert, or D, Ed Helms? C. Stephen Colbert is entirely incorrect. He has his own show. He doesn't have time for that. Louis Black. It. It's Louis Black, Scram. sir. Hefe, you are correct. And yep.
3: he's going uh, to yeah, be on the Weather Channel doing bits or what? He's going to be on the Weather
17: Channel doing bits. I say screw about so you, minutes. hurricanes. I hate you.
3: And uh, go to oh. hell. That's a good Louis Black. Yeah. I try. You do the worst impressions on mm-hmm. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> they really are awful. I couldn't tell if that was uh,
8: your Louis Black or your W. Well, his Lu- both. Hey, his Louis is pretty good. His who? Louis Anderson. <laughs> ah, deep fry everything. Ah. <laughs> right, that is pretty good, actually. I'll
3: deep
13: fry a boot and eat it.
8: Ah. <laughs> Adam
3: in Orlando. World or national news, my friend? What would you like? World. All right, here's
17: world news of Putin. World news is filling the blank tonight, sir. A letter. What? At least sixty-seven. Hold on a second, Adam. What the hell was that? I tried to start with at, and my mouth froze up, and then my <laughs> brain tried to fix it, but then I just started to laugh because a- I realized what was going on. <laughs> you were a tart. You were a tart and <laughs> I'm sorry. Half. Come on, everybody
3: makes mistakes. This is like your seventh, in...
18: we should deep fry this segment.
3: All right, Adam, here we go. We'll try again. World news. <laughs> Get it together, Putin, and read the question. At least... <laughs>
17: I'm at least 67 people were killed in blasts that rocked
7: through... <laughs> L- Dude, that's a man, that's not
3: a That's not a funny story. Uh. Come the on. be laughing. Do it again.
17: At least 67 people were killed in... <laughs> Shut up, Bateman.
3: At least 67... <laughs> uh, you know what, Adam, you're a winner. Hold on. I'm sorry, you're a winner anyway. Dude! What is this? Where do you and Beavis and Butthead back there in class? You can't keep it together? We're gonna talk I'm about fine. the penis! <laughs> what was the question?
17: At least 67 people were killed in blasts that rocked three hotels in one country.
3: <laughs> I don't even understand! Uh-oh. Jordan, Adam on yes. line two is a winner for you being a moron.
14: Oh God!
3: <laughs> All right, Chris, you ready to play, Bo? You're left with, I'm, re- I'm ready. Left with national news.
9: National, I'll take it.
3: All right, here's Putin. National
17: news is multiple choice tonight, sir. Texas vote. Texas voters overwhelmingly <laughs> approved a constitutional <coughs> amendment to ban what? Was it A. Gay marriage, B. Automatic firearms, C. Capital punishment, or D. Washington Redskin shirts?
5: <laughs> I, I can't understand with his little girl giggle. Can, can, you, can you?
3: I'm not giggling. That's, uh, you know what? You're a Oh winner. come on! I read that perfectly. It was A. It was A. Uh, the oh. uh, gay marriage. The answer to the other one was Jordan, uh, the country. Somebody beat the chuckles out of him. Was, of,
17: I wasn't laughing
3: that time. It somebody was somebody else. Get the bat, get the wolf ball bat, and beat the chuckles out of him. So lines 1, 2, and 3 are all winners because you can't hold it together, newsman. Who are you, Horatio Sands all of a sudden? And Megan I don't even know bit? who that is. Saturday Night Live looks just like hideout heretic Jose. <laughs> or the guy who's always smoking outside. <laughs> I wasn't was gonna get go it. <laughs> that was just for us here in the compound. All right, congratulations. You're never gonna get that girl. No, never. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna try to pull it together. Hey, Dubs. The Orlando Sentinel they put together a list of the all-time, uh, the all-time all jerks team. Okay. And Terrell Owens is on the list. You think you can guess the, some of the other people who are on it, sports-wise? Is it
4: uh, all football, or is it's it every okay. sport? Yeah, I think I can guess that.
3: And then you think you can name a couple of them? I can get a couple of them. All right. 407 916 1041, 888 978 1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, I'll, There's one, two, three, four, five, six. I think you'll get two of six and no better. Okay. So, Hideout road Radio 104.1. Coming up in 10-15 uh, minutes, we'll chat with Madam Monkey, our sexpert, MidnightMonkey.com. That's N-I-T-E, MidnightMonkey.com. Tonight, all about foreplay and the differing needs of uh, men and women. Nice. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 We talked a lot last night about Terrell Owens. And in the Orlando Sentinel, he made the all-time all-jerks team. According to uh, David uh, Whitley. And there are six others who make the team, J-Dubs. I don't think you can guess more than two. And this is from all varying sports. Okay. Uh, would Ricky Williams be one of them? Ricky Williams, not on the list. Although, you know what? I don't know how Ricky Williams gets left off, especially... In the Sentinel. Oh, wait, no, there are more than six. There's nine. Okay. And Ricky Williams is still... I scrolled down further. Ricky Williams still not on the list.
4: Ron Artest.
3: Wow. Ron
4: Artest, not on the list. Okay, now, that, that, that's a little troublesome to me. I thought for sure that was a, a dead ringer for at least at
3: the end of the list. You're right, dude. All right, Chunks, you got one?
15: Yeah, uh, Maurice Claret. Not on the list. Damn. He's just a
4: dumbass. He's not a jerk.
3: Yeah, he's not really a jerk. He was just an idiot. A deuce joke. I got two. And these guys are known for. You only more... get one. Oh, you get one first name.
8: Okay. What? <laughs> Go ahead. You're confusing me. These guys, I think, were known for being really tough. So I don't know if that makes them jerks. Uh, Mason and Oakley for the Knicks. No, they were they were just
3: badasses.
8: Okay. I didn't know that would count. Like I said, they were known as being tough guys. Randy Moss.
4: Not on the list. Wow. Uh, are all these guys current, or are do they go back a little bit, too? It goes back. Okay.
3: Yeah, they, 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 there's some of them are current, some of them go back. Okay. Um... I have Sean on his way to Miami as a guest. What do you got, Sean?
10: Uh, Rod Smart.
3: Rod Smart, not on the list. Claude Lemieux. Uh, What sport is that? Hockey. I know. It's not even a sport. No. No. No Claude Lemieux. All right, you want me to give you one? Yeah. <clears throat> Ty Cobb. Oh, well, that does make sense. Ty Cobb's a good one. Mm-hmm. John Rocker. Not on the list. Mm. I got one. Who? Magic Johnson. <laughs> what? He's one of the biggest nice guys. What? He's one of the nicest guys like in any sport. Like, just period. Mm, I don't know about that. He seems kind of like an ass to me. Heretic <laughs> Jose. You got a guess? Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson? No. what Clemens? Why would Randy Johnson be one? He's known to have a short temper. He has a mullet. That's what he's known for, not for being an ass. Would Roger Clemens be on there? No, Roger Clemens isn't on here either. Let me give you another one. Yeah.
8: Steve Spurrier. Oh really? I I don't agree with it. No. So coaches count. Yeah. What about uh? The Hoosier coach. Oh uh. Larry Knight or Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, Red Raiders,
3: Guns Up. Yeah, he's on the list. Bobby Knight's on the list. How many coaches
4: are there? Is there any more coaches left on the list? I don't know. I'm or managers? No, I'm not going to tell you. Well, I'm not going to see you guessing managers all day <laughs> long if they aren't
3: going to be on there anymore. <laughs> right, I want you to think in the world of baseball. Lee right? Ilya. No. No? no? Lee is not in there. Think think some baseball. Okay. Let's go to Johnny Kissimmee. You got one, John? Yeah, I got a guess. Who, who's that?
9: Pete
3: Rose. Yes, Pete Rose made the list on the Orlando Sentinel. He, he wasn't a jerk. He just had a problem. No, he was an ass. Hmm. Yeah, he was He was uh, apparently not a good... Uh, yeah, he was He an ass.
4: Would you consider this guy a jerk? Uh, he's always a jerk to the media and everything. Uh,
3: Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is on this list. <laughs> and I wanted to bring up Bonds yesterday, too, with the whole Terrell Owens thing. I don't... Uh, Barry Bonds, I think, uh, very much. He's not as outlandish. Or outspoken. As Owens is, but he's just as much of an ass. Mm-hmm. And peop- I think it's the whole outspoken thing about Owens that goes over the top. Yeah, he's just right out there all the time. Anthony in Winter Garden, you got to guess? What do you got, Anthony?
4: Anthony once, twice, gone. And a little bit of uh, update on the Terrell Owens thing. Uh. He's got the players' association on his side. Uh, the players' association is uh, telling the Eagles they have to reinstate him right away.
3: I, exactly. I, that's what so. I, it. Doesn't make any sense. You told me there's a specific reason though, but involving the suspension. Well, yeah, right? they're
4: like uh, they suspend him for one game, then decide to tack three more on the end of it, and they said that was an illegal uh, suspension for him. Right. All right. Let's
3: go to Chris in Melbourne. What do you got, buddy?
5: Uh Bill Romanowski.
3: You know Roman Heimzacker. Yeah, you know Romanowski is a good one, mm-hmm. not on this list though. Really? Yeah, I think Romanowski's a great one that should be on the list for uh Tony asses. Tony Saragusa. No. I'll oh, tell he you was always an ass. I'll tell you this though. There is another defensive tackle on there. Hmm, I, I know it. Think about that one. Mike and Daytonia, you got a guess for the uh what is this? All Jerk all-time all jerks team, according to David Whitney and the uh, Orlando Sentinel. You got one, D- uh, Mike?
5: Yeah. What? Do you, what? Um, how about Dennis Rodman?
3: Dennis Rodman? I would figure, uh no, he's not on the list. I wouldn't figure him to be a jerk. Um, I would. Absolutely, yeah, he was actually. I mean, he was, he was kept in check with Jordan. Jordan kept him in check, but every team he played for after that, including my Dallas Mavericks. He was a bit of. He had an issue. Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp's on that list. I would
4: say that uh Sarah Goose was more of a jerk than Warren Sapp.
3: Um, I didn't really know too much about Sarah Goose. I mean, I like him on the. Uh... He was very
4: outspoken. Uh, you know, very. Uh, and he would, he would go for the injury every once in a while.
3: Frank in Orlando, you got one.
5: Dante
3: Culpepper. pepper not on the list. He always seems to be a nice guy. Um, overrated, how...
4: but. You think you think overrated? I oh, please. You saw him this year without uh, Randy
3: Moss out there. All right, Matt Albert says, "How about Vince Coleman?" I forgot about Vince Coleman. He threw
8: fireworks into the stands once. Baseball player. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Not on the list. Are there any boxers on the list? Uh,
3: no boxers. I think we've gotten we're leaving off 3. One of them you'll never guess. What sport? Tamara press or Tamara press. Soviet shot putter. <laughs> Damn it. My next guess. What a bastard for putting that on there. I know. What the hell is that? That's like one of those "Hey, I'm bragging" kind of yeah, things. Yeah, I know this uh, name. We'll throw it out there.
8: Scott in Orlando, you got a guess? Yeah. How about uh, Sprewell for saying he couldn't feed his kids with the money he was making? Yes,
3: yeah, Sprewell's on that list. <laughs> I like that though. I don't know why.
4: Uh, well, if even uh, even Owens played that gimmick. That he that when he was uh, trying to uh, renegotiate his contract, he has kids to feed.
3: All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Palm Bay. What do you got, buddy?
9: Hey, I'd have to think either Billy Martin or Woody Hayes would be on there.
3: Neither one of them. All right, I'll, just really? gi- I'll give you the last one. Tanya Harding.
4: Okay, I can see that.
3: But there are a lot of good people left off that list. Mm-hmm, I think uh, some more uh, deserving people. The Ricky William, Ricky Williams, without a doubt. You nailed that he, one, Dubs. He wasn't really a jerk.
4: He just did, you know, he was more of a poor decision maker, you know.
3: But he was a jerk initially, like, right afterwards, mm-hmm. you know. I like him, though. He seems like a good, he just seems a bit misguided.
4: Yeah, he just seems like, you know, He and he has very high anxiety and everything, and he will do almost anything to get around. You know uh,
3: what? I'm going to take that back. I don't even think he's misguided. I think he, he's high. Yeah, I think he wants to do a couple things, and he just can't. You know, just decide. He's a dude, and I bet more than likely, because I've seen a lot of stuff with him on like 60 Minutes, and in Texas, I was in Texas when he played with the Longhorns. Just very eccentric, Mm -hmm. and he just seems like the guy who would never really, never really fits into like normal society to begin with. And then you got to put him within the constructs of a corporation like the NFL. It its bad news.
4: Now, out of like the younger crop of players in all sports, who do you see coming up that's uh, going to be considered a a huge jerk? Like who already has kind of the uh, the bravado to him?
3: Um, other than Owens, I think Ron Artest.
4: Yeah, Ron Artest—I can't believe didn't make that list. He's definitely got that uh. That swagger and uh. But here's the thing about building
3: the resume. Here's the thing about Owens and Artess and those kind of guys. Those are guys I would want on my team.
4: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to. The problem is they try to uh. change these people and you have to uh. work with their strengths. And uh. It's just
3: like whenever a chick gets a boyfriend and she's going to try to mold him into who she thinks he should be instead of letting him play to his strengths and be what he really is, it never works. You gotta know if you're getting our test, that's what you're getting. You're getting Owens, any of these, you know, players, that's what you're getting.
4: And you just gotta give them a little stroke and, uh, you know, just uh, work with them, and they usually will work out for you. But
3: teams are just like girlfriends. And you know the boyfriends are never the ones trying to change a chick. No. Maybe trying to get them to work out a little bit. Yeah, like, you know, like,
4: uh, hey, I'm gonna go jogging, you wanna come?
3: Hey, let's do some squats together. You
4: know what would be a fun activity for us to do together? Sit-ups. Yeah. Just a little me and you time. No, I'm not saying you're fat. I'm just saying, you know, it's just something we can do together. I thought it'd be fun. (laughs) How many dudes have done that? Yeah. And how many times has it backfired on you?
3: Because you know immediately what they're thinking. Oh, yeah, they already know. He thinks I'm fat. And why why can't you just tell her, hey, hey, tubby, (laughs)
4: You kind of give her belly a little pinch and say, we need to do something about this.
3: I remember when I first met you, that wasn't there. Well, you don't respect me anymore? <laughs> Letting yourself go? <sighs> We're animals. Seriously, guys are such asses. Yeah. When you think about it, in the whole context of everything, it's good being a dude in this world. Could you imagine being a chick? There's good things about being a chick, too. Yeah, the, some of them know how to work it the right way, mm-hmm. but then others haven't figured out the power that they hold, like that sweet power, the you know? temple, the tower that's in the yeah, the power that's in that temple or in that tower, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you want, chunks. Like a, yeah, like a chunks. If one woman would finally decide, hey, I'm gonna spread for this guy. Yeah, he'd be around their fingers. I mean, he would be... He, he would be following around like a dog. A lap dog. He'd give you all the cigarettes you wanted. Do your laundry, take care of your animal. No way. Anything. I'm the boss. That's
15: right. <laughs> I'm the man. He'd give you know,
3: you- <laughs> you're starting to sound more and more like own every day. Even... The- <laughs> Even though he likes chicken salad, he'd probably give you all the chicken from his chicken salad. Yeah. He he would be that guy. If he would change music choices for you. Go on tour and just follow in a bus. Anything. That's what he just would do.
15: he's chunks. No, nah, man, that's not true at all. Nobody changes me.
3: <laughs> well, take a break. Let's come back with Madam I Monkey. I tend to
15: disagree. I still eat dog food.
3: From MidnightMonkey.com, our sex expert talking about men and women. She's gonna talk about foreplay. And we'll even ask her, is it even necessary? I know you no, I don't think it is. It's what it spits for. And then you roll. It's a hideout roll radio one oh four point one. Tonight in the Hideout, we're already at 104.1 104.105, and J-Dubs, time to chat with our sexpert, Ms. Madam Monkey from MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E, and uh, tonight's subject, J-Dubs foreplay. You believe in it? Yeah, definitely. I
4: think it uh, can be the best part of uh, the deal. Really? Yeah, it can be if it's happening to you. Now, when you have to uh, put you know put your uh, pleasures on pause and help someone else out, that's when it doesn't really work out
3: that well. Madam Monkey. Yes. Hey there, sweetie. How are
4: you? I'm
1: good.
3: Uh, midnightmonkey.com, N-I-T-E. Um, our uh, sex expert, Madam Monkey. i right, what did what about that? What Dub said? Is it really necessary?
1: It definitely is for women more so than men. Just you know, listening to his answer. Um, Men don't need much foreplay, but as you guys probably know, us women uh, appreciate foreplay.
3: Because you guys, not to get too graphic, but you guys got to get ready.
1: Right, exactly. Men are uh, quick to uh, react. They're more just um, visual. They can see something and be ready to go. Women, they look at foreplay as more the whole picture. They rather start out through the day. One, the relationship has to be good. If she's mad at you, it doesn't even matter. Uh, we like to have you hold our hands, <sighs> massage our shoulder,
3: Come
1: on. our hair. Just be nice to us and little things throughout the day. Sounds like a lot
3: of work. It isn't enough it that is. we're letting you stay in the apartment. Yeah, we're paying the no, bills. No, that's
1: not enough. <laughs> that is not enough. You need to give more, and then in return, we let your you guys would get more.
3: We let you keep the tampons underneath the sink. Yeah. I think that says law. Sometimes, sometimes we'll uh, buy them.
1: Guys, you need some help here. That's why I'm here for
3: you. Yeah, that is true. Madam Monkey, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. It's a hideout, row radio, 104.1, uh, our sexpert. So it's definitely more important for the women. All right. Um, do men then end up neglecting women and, like, their foreplay needs? And, like, how do we even know what to do? There's, there's a lot going on down there with the woman.
1: Well, actually, for a woman, the last place you need to go is down there when it comes to four-place. Well, then,
3: that's the first place you want to go.
1: That, that's where a man wants the woman to go first place. It's yeah. not the other way around. <laughs>
4: Uh, have, have you about, ever had a girl like kiss on your neck and chest and you're just pushing her head? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Forcing the hand.
2: See, you Darren have to fl- take her cues because I mean she is
1: doing to you what she would like. You know, kiss on her neck. You know, blowing her ear. Uh, you know, take mm. your time. Right,
3: here's where I'd like her to go to the kitchen. And Make me a sandwich and, then, and I'll eat it while uh. And, and guess I'm what? I'll my be my thing. Yeah, I'll be ready when you get back. I'll still be I'll ready. I'll clean up with the bread.
1: Meet you guys and just give you some
3: one-on-one help. It sounds like yes, yes, one-on-two preferably.
1: <laughs>
8: um, 1041 Yeah, douche chill. You know, you're talking about the foreplay and the massaging and the hand holding. That I have no problem with. How do you take it to the next step? Because that's where I always go wrong.
3: Oh yeah, well, how do you get out of the foreplay part? And it, it's not even foreplay then. You're you're essentially you're essentially the initiation phase. Yeah, you're essentially.
1: Honestly, for women, too, just start kissing, you know, on the lips, a nice, sensual kiss. And that for, that gets us started. gets our motor started, if you want to say. And then you can just lead from there. It, it's not, you don't have to necessarily um, drop your clothes, jump into bed, and say, let's go. That doesn't work for us the way it does for you
4: guys. Hmm. I'm in the middle of doing all these things. I look at it. I giggle and I flick it. And uh, it always gets me in trouble. And uh, all right. it gets people out of the mood.
1: Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. So, right, I'm Radio 104.1, Madam Monkey, MidnightMonkey.com, N-I-T-E. All right, so just some simple things like kissing and listening and...
1: Listening, key word there, oh. communicate, listen, listen
3: Put to what the games on. <laughs> yeah, do we have uh, two minutes, actually during football, it's actually, guys, you may want to uh, write this down. It's one minute and 40 seconds. That's how long the commercial breaks are in NFL football.
4: Okay, we'll I have a stopwatch, show it to the girl. That's how much time you have.
3: And they go to break now. Let's go. And you got one... Wait a minute, it's my favorite Caveman Geico
4: commercial. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.
1: Well, maybe you need to get your girl that also likes football.
4: Really? All right, maybe. And then you will. Uh... I don't need some big butch woman. Uh
1: oh. uh uh uh. Now, I love football, and sure I can you guarantee do. you, I am not a butch
6: woman. All right,
3: let me ask you this, then, Madam Monkey.
6: Okay.
3: Minding that we're on the radio, uh, midnightmonkey.com, nit. Any good really, f- like really good foreplay tricks? Like you know, is it really just about kissing and caressing, and or is there anything else you could do? Oh,
1: well, you can. How about porn?
3: Does porn count as foreplay?
1: <laughs> porn. porn can count as foreplay. If you both agree that that's what you want to do, you want to watch some porn. That can count. So that's a simple way to do the porn. See
4: how I do it? I pop the porn and I'm like, do you want to watch this? So I grab her head and shake it. Yes?
3: Mm-hmm. Look Does that at work it, for bitch. you? Look at it. I throw her a magazine and say, I'm going to go poop. Tell me I'm the best you ever had. Be ready when I get back. I go bully style. What the hell's wrong with you? That skinhead <laughs> look of yours is really taking over your whole persona. Oh, boy.
2: We could do a be- Say,
1: yeah, hey, you- I'm going to take a shower. You want to join me? You want to take a bath? Simple there's things only, like that. There's only so much
4: room. Right. And I'm usually washing my butt. <laughs> it's just never a uh, pleasant sight in the bottom of the tub when I'm doing that.
8: Oh. When viewing <laughs> porn with your girl... It's like pig pen. When viewing... Uh... <laughs> But when viewing porn with your girlfriend, are you better off to always make sure that the male actor has a smaller uh, piece of equipment than you do? Or does that not matter?
1: Um, it's really not going to matter. And generally, <laughs> since it's a porno movie, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a
8: small mm, guy. And, you oh, know. I'll look for it. <laughs> what the hell? What? All right, there she is.
3: Uh, she's wonderful. What did we learn, Dubs, about foreplay tonight then? I'm not going to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't learn anything.
3: I learned listen, kiss, caress, pretend. I, I essentially learned pretend.
1: As long as you're convincing about it, that's uh, fine.
3: About the pretending? Exactly. Midnightmonkey.com, N-I-T-E, uh, Madam Monkey. Thank you, sweetie.
1: Uh, thanks, guys. I right,
3: we'll talk to you. <sighs> and She's right, I guess. How so? I think that's what you had to do to get them into it. Because most guys will just start poking. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just kind of... Either with, you know, like... You'll find a piece of your anatomy uh, to poke with, mm-hmm. even if it's your nose. You're just like, hey, <laughs> let's... Uh,
4: right under the breast, trying to lift it up. All right, come on. <laughs> like you're a dog just trying
3: to get your uh, your neck some, petted.
4: Go for some
3: treats. <laughs> what is it to about sex where you wanna have it but you want to have as little contact before with, and after with no like even during. Oh really? Like like the actual you want to be one but otherwise you don't really want to be touching. I I like, like it, I like to pull
4: really close so they can't see me closing my eyes and thinking of something else. That's what I do. What are you thinking about? You <laughs> you always
3: you I'm thinking about it. Am I going to get back in time just to see kickoff? You. You and a wood chipper, you. <laughs> Take a break. We come back. 407-916-1041. I'm not going to ask how, how they about her foreplay chunks. Um, we're we, not, we're will not, you not, ask her to get naked? We're not here to degrade her like that. She's a hair chick. She's a top hair chick. She's just here to hang out. But I think I could if, like, I could have sex with a chick and she's on the other side of the room. You'd do it? Yeah. Too close. Personal space. Even then. That-
4: yeah, She'd have to turn around, too. Turn your back to me while I'm doing this.
3: Yeah. Take a break and we'll come back. If only. That would be the perfect sex.
4: Look in the corner. You stand in the corner. I'm going to be here. Who's the good corner girl? You're the good corner girl.
3: Hideout Row Radio
4: 104.1.
9: They will clean up all your talking in a manner
11: such as this. They will make you take a tinkle when you want to take a. And they'll
6: make you call fellatio a trouser friendly kiss. Is the plain situation. There's no negotiation with the fellas at the freaking FCC. <laughs>
11: They're as stuffy as the stuffiest of special interest groups. Make a joke about your bowels and they order in the troops. Any
2: baby with a brain could tell them everybody poops. Take a tip, take a lesson. You'll never win by nothing with the balance at the freaking FCC.
14: And if you find yourself with some young sexy
9: thing, you're gonna have to do her with your dick. You can't say
6: So they sent this little warning. They're prepared to do their worst. And they stuck it in your mailbox, hoping you could be coerced. I can think of quite another place they should have stuck it first. They may just be neurotic or possibly psychotic.
5: They're the fellas at the freaking FCC.
3: From Family Guy on Sunday... The FCC song. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'm digging that. Ah, uh, yeah. Every time we're going to bring up anything, that that's like our open to talk about anything related. You've got mail. Do I'm sure we will. Not interested. Uh, 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 888 978 1041 star your singular wireless phone. Here's the thing I want to talk about, Dubs. New survey came out. And apparently, this is by the Kaiser Family Foundation, the vast majority of television shows 70% include some sexual content, with an average of five sex scenes per hour. Good. I think the other 30% suck, more mm-hmm. than likely. The well, other 30% is cuddling, and I have no part in that. Michelle and Palm Bay, you're in the hideout. What's going on, Michelle?
1: Nothing much. I want to tell you guys that I love you and you just absolutely made my, my evening. There's nothing better than hearing that song, than
6: watching the episode and the scenes that go with that music.
3: Yeah, the, uh, the episode on Sunday was epic. Family it, Guy. Family Guy was very good. Thank you, sweetie. Appreciate the kind words. Have a great night, guys. Uh, you too. Right, the study examined the programming on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, WB, PBS. And here's where it gets odd. Lifetime, TNT, USA, and HBO. The sexual content could be anything from discussions about sex to scenes involving oh, intercourse. Oh, come on. So even talking
4: about sex is now considered sexual content. Well, that's our thing. That's I all know, we can do.
3: Yeah, I guess. Examples of the content range from discussions on the Gilmore Girls and Jack and Bobby. I've never heard of Jack and Bobby. I guess it's on the WB. To depictions of oral on the Law and Order Special Victims Unit and actual intercourse on the OC.
4: The funny thing is, they aren't trying to be sensual on Special Victims Unit. It's supposed to be kind of teaching how bad some stuff is and how uh, bad things can happen.
3: It's about crimes. Yes. Um, I this isn't the top teen shows. The number is higher, six point seven scenes an hour. And I don't know if that's top ten or if that was meant to be top ten. I would venture to say probably top ten. Mm-hmm. If you think of what the top shows are right now, can you find that somewhere, chunks? The Nielsen ratings with the top ten uh, shows are. You figure Desperate Housewives. Probably the O.C.'s in there, more than likely. Yeah, the O.C.'s a very big show. Um, Is there anything sexual on Lost?
17: Not really. Yeah, sort of. like. It's,
4: uh, it's not as bad as like uh, one of the the O.C.-type shows. Like, kind of like
17: a couple weeks ago, they had a guy kind of walk in on a girl as she was getting out of the shower.
4: Cause yeah. Special shower yeah, and I, on I guess the on the, on the, on the uh, flashbacks,
3: they'll do more sexual stuff. <laughs> um, all right, now, i I got to wonder why this includes cable. I mean, because if you're going to count cable, I mean, uh, you could also... And, he,
8: and uh, HBO, of all Yeah,
3: things. if you're going to count a pay service, then why don't you just go ahead and throw in the the Vivid channel?
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that the reason you order HBO? Yeah, so
4: you have your options open to uh, watch whatever, you, you know, you want to watch instead of having it all edited.
3: All right, what's the sexiest show on television right now, you think? Mm-hmm. Like, sexiest, like the one where you're always tuning in because... It's a bat show? Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, here are the top you know, ten.
4: I'll, I'll, uh, throw, I'll throw in that uh, Laguna Beach just for a little
3: batch material. All right, here are the top ten uh, just from, like, the last week. Number one, CSI. Okay. There's probably some sort of sexual something but involving a crime.
4: The only time I've ever seen a sexual part of CSI, I've only watched CSI once, and it started with this one guy in tidy whities he grabs a porno, like a, like a Playboy or something, lays in the bed, reaches his hand down his tidy whiteys, and then all the stuff starts dripping on him from the floor above, like uh, uh. blood or something. And someone was killed upstairs or something like that. All
3: right, Desperate Housewives, number two. Yeah, that's sexual. Mm-hmm. Without a Trace. That's th- another, uh, like, CSI type thing. Look at CBS is killing. It was ABC last year, I thought. Grey's Anatomy. Four. That has a lot of sex on it. Yeah, that's all. That's basically ER, but just sex. Mm-hmm. Five is in CIS. Six, Monday Night Football. Seven, Survivor Guatemala. Eight, Cold Case. Cold Case is in the top ten? Actually, I kind of enjoy Cold Case. You sissy. What? Also tied for eight is uh, CSI New York. And then Criminal Minds.
4: All this is the same show, essentially. All of it's uh, Law & Order. But Law & Order can't make it anymore. They can't make the top ten anymore.
3: Yeah, because they got a new Law & Order, CSI. I still prefer Law & Order over CSI. Now, this stuff is from last week. So, like, tonight's Lost isn't in there or anything like that. Yeah. I'm sure that'll probably be toward number one next week. Hey, let's start checking on that. The top uh, shows for the week. I want to look into that along with the box office. Get on that, chunks. Right, Tommy's getting me the top cable programs, according to this. Okay. 407 Just the top-ranked uh, cable channels? Um. Or cable shows? Mm-hmm. All right, this is odd. It's a mixture of two things. Essentially, it's two things. You want to guess what it is? Cops? No. I'm hooked to that every night. Two genres. Hmm. Sports? And kids' shows. That makes sense. So number one is uh, Eagles Skins. Two, Miami Virginia Tech. Three, NFL Primetime. Four, Spongebob. Five, uh, WWE Raw. Six, Spongebob. Seven, SportsCenter. Um, then the next two were Fairly Odd Parents. That's another uh, yeah, cartoon. cartoon. And ten, Spongebob. How does SpongeBob make it three times? I guess different you episodes. One. You get one Sponge. No, it's but it's three different times. It's like four and a half million, and then the next time it's four point two million, and then the next time it's three point eight million households. Mo, that gay nation growing up here. <laughs> you think that's what
4: it is? Oh yeah. Everybody's gonna be banging a dude called him Squidworth about
3: five years from now. All right, these are great. All right, we got to check this. All right, let's take a break. Do you want to know what the top ten is among African-Americans? No. I I don't. (laughs) I really don't. Because you have a shaved head. All right, I want to know.
4: Well, I I do want to know, but I don't want to uh, have to guess. Yeah.
3: All right, let's take a break. I'll come back. (laughs) I'm going to click on it and see what it is. All right, you know what? I can't even believe this. The crap that's on here. What? On the uh, black uh, uh the, top, the top ten among African Americans. Give me a couple of them. Give me like the bottom two or something like that. Uh, you want the bottom two? Yeah. These are the most shocking ones. Number ten? Grey's Anatomy. Number nine? Cold Case. Why? Black people can't like the same stuff white people do? Thought they had better taste than that crap. They are cooler than white people. Number one? Kids want to be them. Number one, Monday Night Football. Number two, Everybody Hates Chris. What's Everybody Hates Chris? Chris Rockshaw. Uh. And Desperate Housewives is on there. Nice. And CSI and Without a Trace. Man, who knew? All right, I'm going to take a break. I'm loving this. All right, I'm going to give you the top ten Hispanic when we get back. I'm addicted to this. I don't know why. This is great. This is fascinating to me. I got
8: a guess for that. Don't do it. What? Go ahead. Say it. No, Gorda y La Flaca, whatever that show is called. <laughs> yeah. Is it on there?
3: I can't even say these. It's all Spanish. (laughs) Latin Grammy 2005 was the top. It's all in Univision.
8: Yeah, I watch that channel sometimes.
3: Because there's some really hot chicks on there. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. All right, here's what we need to do, Dubs. We We got a couple things we can do tonight. I'm wrapping up the show. I can yell at Heretic Jose for pretending to be me, apparently at dance clubs and dancing with dudes. <laughs> because that happened. I got an email on Mo. It. And then apparently Chunks has given out the phone number of someone on the staff who's now getting phone calls.
4: Oh, now he's turning the tables a little bit. Now he's on the radio bottom. He feels free to give people's phone numbers out. I
3: right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. A lot of that. Wrapping up the night on a Wednesday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
14: It's
3: so the Hideout, Real Radio, uh, Real Radio
4: 104.1. 407 916 1041, 888 and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
3: Perfect time to hop in the Hideout as we're wrapping up the show on this, um, on this Wednesday night. Magic, is this their first win of the season?
8: Over the Hornets? I think it's their second win.
3: Second win? They got a W tonight, which is good. It's funny, they have, uh, when
4: they show the Hornets' name, it's, uh, New Orleans slash Oklahoma City.
3: Yeah, slash, uh, NO slash OK. Or is it OC? I think they're doing the OC thing. Uh, alright, what was going on earlier with Putin and, uh, Chunks? What happened, Chunks?
15: Uh, nothing really that, that big. I guess uh, Well, I guess it's kind of funny, the way it turned out. Putin uh, had went down to smoke a cigarette earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of wanted to get him in a little bit of trouble, so I tried sending you a message, uh, Jefe, when you were talking about your phone problems. You know how somebody was calling you with a weird eight-digit number? And uh, I sent you a text message or, uh, from his phone saying, uh, "Dubs' chick is hot. And I asked Tommy the number... But I guess I put the wrong number in or Tommy gave me the wrong number or something. I guess whoever the number it was that reached got really pissed off. And started
4: calling him back. Yeah. Sucks. So he tried to send it to you, and it got sent to someone else, random. And now pe- uh, the person's calling
17: Putin.
3: So, Putin, are you getting messages? Is that what's going on?
17: Uh, He left a voicemail, and then I called him back and tried to explain everything. And I think I think it's cool. What what was the voicemail say? Uh, some various things about not appreciating people calling him and telling him uh, Dubs' chick is hot, something like that. And who was the
3: person who was called?
4: Just some random person. They meant to send it to you. I right, chunks. Who was it? I have no clue. I asked Tommy.
15: I was like, dude, what's Hefe's number? I don't remember it. And he told me and I thought I texted it to you, but I guess it was just some random ass person. Got no clue no
4: clue who it was. What are you what games are you doing instead of uh working on the show? It was during the break. <laughs> just because it was a commercial break doesn't mean the show has stopped.
15: I was screening phone calls for him. The show is four hours. He All said, four hours you're focused. He said he had to go downstairs. Can you watch the phones for me? I was like, alright, yeah. He left his phone out there. And you were talking about your phone being screwed
4: up.
3: Do we need to institute something, Dubs, where at some point he gets revoked of his executive producer?
4: I don't think uh, he's to that point yet, but... He's going on a slippery slope lately. He's really had
3: a very bad week. Ever since the live broadcast. Did great during that, but... Yesterday and today, just awful. Trying to get me to say things I didn't need to say... You're walking on thin ice, dude, and you're already fat. (laughs) It's not going to help you. I hate berating you. Speaking of berating, so this hideout heretic Jose who's here, along with Hot Heather, Mm I am convinced this son of a bitch is going around town telling people that he's me. Yeah, you got some emails over the weekend saying nice to meet you. Here's one. Uh hey Hefe. Actually it's Ola Jefe. You danced with us a lot in Ibar and it was good. What? I can explain that. That being said, good talking to you, man, and I hope I catch you later, fool. Peace, ass monkey. Huh.
4: So now you're a guy's ass monkey. That's what you're uh that's what you're doing now. You're just the ass monkey. It's the uh, Ass Monkey and Dubs show. See, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like seriously, I don't think okay. you, I don't think you should be getting this upset, Ass Monkey. I think uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's not gonna start.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> here's
11: basically what happened. On uh, I guess it was Tuesday of last week. Uh, you weren't here, and Dubs uh, brought up the whole uh, you being on a gay porno site. Yeah, that. And um, basically, what ended up happening was a buddy of mine that I haven't talked to in years was listening to the show, and I guess later on you must have mentioned the the um, the email address, and for whatever reason he thought that that was me because the name was in Spanish. So I don't know. I called him on it. And uh, here's he... I th- on. So you're I... claiming
8: that you're the ass monkey? No, I'm not. Uh, here's
3: what. Here's the problem. No. I think, and here's I've I've. It's happened multiple times when you and I have been at the same place where you will pass yourself off as me for a couple of minutes to a chick, and then, uh, oh, no, that's actually Hefe over there. Are you uh, doing this and dancing with dudes? Are no. you Are you going on the you, collegeboyslive.com you, with the big El Hefe uh, t-shirt?
8: Are you trying to recruit people to the website? No. He is growing a little goatee out now. It's... It's always been there. Sure. See, Doves, if I were you, I'd be the one worrying, because next thing he's going to be offering tours to Doves' house as Jefe. And he already knows where you live. Mm -hmm. I actually, well, never mind.
4: Well, were you over there? Well, I was in the area. Of course you were. Now you're just circling
3: the block. You should probably move. And he's pretending to be me dancing with dudes at iBar. I did not pretend to be you. I've never even been to iBar before, but, by the way, I want to. That's the only place I ever go
11: in downtown other than the Blue Room.
8: One thing I'm, I am am noticing here is he's not denying by any means the fact that he was dancing with a bunch of dudes. I wasn't dancing. I was dancing, and
11: a friend of mine no, happened no, 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 to be no, no. 10 feet away.
8: No, 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 no,
3: no, no. This is This is odd. You danced with us a lot in Ibar, and it was good. Good. That was because of That the- being said, it was good talking to you, man. Talking... If we're talking, at some point you have to introduce. Talking and, and dancing together. There was no instrument. We already knew each other. I hope to catch you later, fool. Peace-ass monkey. <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. Right, got to take a break. Because we got to get one more break in before we end the show. <laughs> and you get one answer. I don't like what you're answering now. I think you're lying. I think you're going around town saying that you're me.
11: What would be what would be the uh, benefit to that?
3: I have, actually there's none. That's why it's well, stupid. Better than saying you're actually you. <laughs> oh, because he tells me he's got chicks who like him. He's on the radio. Listen to me on the radio. <laughs> Listen to the ass monkey. <laughs> Do you have a call I bet you have a card that says I'll have for your clear channel. I don't even have one of those. Quote unquote ass monkey. <laughs> Right, you're uh, you're real close to that's your new nickname. <laughs> Ass Monkey Jose. No. You're real close. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Well, too bad. <laughs> I don't like you going around pretending to be me dancing with dudes. I wasn't pretending to be me. I it. got an email to the con- to the contrary. All right, we got a break. Come back with the out music. And I'll continue to berate Ass Monkey Jose. It's the hideout. we Radio, 104.1.
8: monkey ass monkey monkey.
14: monkey
8: monkey. monkey monkey.
3: it's a hideout road radio 104.1 hefe and dubs coming down the home stretch thank you to hot heather who came in frost food
8: she's so sweet just Mm. always greatest hair chick ever 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 and i know how she could make herself be even better shut up that's do Shoulder <laughs>
3: um and the ass monkey Heretic Jose is here I'm not an ass monkey whatever that means I don't but even know what it is I don't know why you're going around passing yourself off as me at different clubs because no here's what's funny I don't even play the I don't play the El Jefe card when I go out in public I just I just go I'm not I don't introduce myself as anything or anybody. I try to rename, I try to remain very anonymous. Just tell me dude. Yeah, uh. Brother. I'm broke. And then you got Heretic Jose going around because he's a heavy Latino thinking, hey, I can get away with being El Jefe. I didn't try that. I know how you operate, dude. I'm onto your game. I'm not stupid. <laughs> so here's the deal. If I get any more references of, of people saying, hey, it was nice to meet you, Dude. Uh, as a dude, I had fun dancing with you, dude. Let's be ass monkey partner, dude. Uh, you're banned. We're taking back your heretic status, your, hair, your hats, your shirts, and we burn it and laugh at the ass monkey. But you're I, saying I, that no, on the I'm air. Just, I'm telling you now, if I get one more, it's over. You're saying that on the air. And you're going around and you're going around in real life pretending to be me for some stupid ass nine reason. I am not. Are you getting ass at least from it? No. I'm not doing Are that. Are you getting dude from it? No. <laughs> Chunks, what do we do with it? Dubs? Yes. You don't seem to care. No, I don't really give a damn. I, uh, I find it funny. I find it odd. Strangely odd. What do we do, Chunks? Why don't you pretend to be Chunks? Go around saying your name's Venezia. That's okay. Alex Venezia.
15: Just don't get my real name. Carol. <laughs> All right, whatever, Venezia.
3: V-E-N. You already gave somebody your social security number and address because you thought you won the lottery. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. They inherited your awful credit. Good for them. <laughs> like they're gonna, all they're going to get is bills. Bills and collections. What the hell, Dubs? What? He's got text message. I had fun with you ass monkey.
4: I, didn't have, I don't have a computer in front of me.
3: Pan him, All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. <laughs> Phillip's file in the afternoon. <laughs> And, uh, we're back at seven. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the hideout on real radio 104.1. Um, be stay... somebody, always talk good. And stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.
4: 5,000. No, 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 no. Beat it. Scram!
14: I was an
2: idiot. I have to pee. J Dobbs? Oh, Tommy! G-ha. G-ha.
1: No! I'm gay. I'm a transsexual. I'm gay. I'm a transsexual. We what. like
8: man meat, yes, we do. We like man meat, I'll take two. No. Our team is tick, 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 gay, yum, we like. No. Or rah, 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 sis, boom, knob.
1: I'm a transsexual. I'm a transsexual. I'm, I'm gay. I'm
8: gay. I'm gay. We're here. We're here. We're I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm a transsexual. I'm gay. I'm a transsexual. I have to pee. I'll be smacking my holes. mo. Everyone
11: knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the lord, Step on the Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my holes. No.
15: I'll be smacking my
18: holes. mo. I'll
14: be smacking my hoes. i do not interested. I
15: 5,000.